0: Hello my friends, Nick Labretti here for JR Cigars and here at JR we are passionate about everything. You want cigars? We're passionate about Romeo, Monte Cristo, Aging Room. We're passionate about cigar cutters, lighters, we have everything. We are passionate about life here at JR Cigars and only here at JR Cigars. Did, did we get it? I'm not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? I'm out here busting my hump. I got Mike Guy in here. Get this freaking camera out of the way!
1: At JR Cigars, we're passionate about everything. boom here we are ladies and gentlemen it's friday night it's friday night Herf on the dojo everybody's hanging out we're having a good time this is episode 360 of smoke night live and it's the big one guys three times a year at least we do the cigar brand stock market and we're doing it again tonight should you buy should you hold or should you sell on some of your favorite cigar brands how are they performing in the market as we wind down the year. That's what we want to find out tonight. I'm sitting here with none other than my good buddy, Emmett Malone, Blind Man's Puff. How are you doing?
2: I'm excellent. Thank you.
1: I'm so glad you're back in the studio. We haven't seen it's you in a while. I know. It's been
2: forever. I've been working my butt off, but I'm here.
1: Yes, right, baby. You're here. I, it was a, I called you last minute, yeah. so thank you for that. Yeah, of course. Jordan, how are you, my friend? I am good.
3: Just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That was weird. Uh, smoking <laughs> a HVC celestial and that huh? Nice. And doing fine. And we got
1: Maddie over there. He's gonna be helping us out tonight. How are you, Matt?
3: Good. Good. So you're gonna be a,
1: you're gonna be calculating the. Uh, you're gonna be tabulating for us, right?
2: Yeah. Do we need to label him Matt, too, or, Matt Two or like? Because oh, there's two, right. two Matts, right? So well, he's already Matt. We're gonna we're
1: gonna so call it. We'll we'll call Matt Maddie. Uh, Maddie, okay, yeah so we will we, we'll, we'll uh, avoid that. Uh also uh on our expert panel tonight we have none other than William
4: Cigar Coop Cooper. Coop, how are you doing my friend? Hey guys, uh thanks for having me back. This is always fun.
1: So Coop, are you ready to throw some fire tonight?
4: Uh yeah, do I have to put a disclaimer or anything out there because yes. um we'll do it in post. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh so, these guys are not responsible for anything I say. <laughs> I'll, I'll take you guys off the hook right now.
1: And we also have from Boynton Beach, Florida, the goat himself, Alex Tavella. Alex, welcome back to Smoke Night Live. Yo, yo. What's up, gang? Glad to be back. My name is Alex Tavella, and I smoke dogma.
5: There we go, Jokies. baby. That's what we're talking
3: about. Had that just before the
1: show. Yeah, I got one. I got, Alex, I got one in the hopper. I'm smoking it. right we got now. it in a hopper? Man. I got one in the hopper, There we go. Nice. And from the Great White North, our good buddy, uh, one of the OG dojo guys, and then he since went on to how about that cigar fame? Uh, also, blind man's. Bluff yeah, I was gonna say you're a skipping while. a step. Yeah, in there. jeez. Uh, <laughs> our good buddy Matt Ty from How About the Cigar. Matt, welcome back to Smoke Night Live.
6: Hey, how are you guys doing? I'm I'm glad to be here.
1: Now, Matt, you are the only one I think. Uh, no, I don't. Alex hasn't done this particular show either. Uh, so here's the thing, Matt. Uh, if you were on some sort of cable show about stocks and you'd be giving advice to uh, potential investors, that's how this goes. So, um, are you gonna buy? Are you gonna hold? Are you gonna sell? I assume you're familiar with this concept. Are you ready to throw some fire, brother?
6: Absolutely. I've always loved watching these, uh, these episodes and uh, I, uh, I appreciate the fact that you sent the cigar company names ahead of time so I could do a little bit of thought, <laughs> you know, put a little thought into them, but uh, I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Now here's the here's the only the only real rules boys are... There are no rules! The only, re- <laughs> the only real rules are you can only hold, out of these 20 companies, we're only going to allow you three holds. And the reason we do that is because we we don't want it to turn into just, uh, you know, like uh, in the middle type of show. We want to know, you, you know, commit. Did, you now, commit. didn't we
3: uh, implement, we were talking about this last time. I don't know if we actually implemented or not. No holds in the uh, penny stocks, right? Did we do that? I wasn't
2: aware of this rule.
3: That's, that, um, that was I what was we talked about last time. I don't know if it, we didn't. We didn't pre-show this. Uh, Jordan, what, you're, you're
1: you're supposed to bring these things up before <laughs> before we start the show. Um, now I don't see any reason why we need to do that. Uh, I think you can hold it at any point. Um, but you only get three. In fact, I'd almost if the guys want to waste their holds on penny stocks, fine. Let them waste their mm-hmm. holds on penny stocks. I don't. I know that doesn't bother me at all. Uh, all right, boys. So this is this is uh, we're about ready to get going. Now here's the deal. Not only are we gonna be buying, holding and selling, giving advice, buy, hold, sell, uh, and by the way, it's a cigar brand stock market, and in for Coop, uh, just for the sake of the show. <laughs> uh, <I'm> gonna... uh, <laughs> brand the name brands and companies are interchangeable.
4: All right? Okay, but there's one we're gonna get to that's really confusing. Okay. All right. I, okay. I, I know I already go. know.
5: I agree. I agree, Coop, but I know which one. All right, well okay. we can we can yeah. talk about but, that uh, But we...
4: I But, yeah, we, we will use the interchangeable. I figured that was... But it was one that did confuse me, I'll be totally honest. So, yeah. because,
1: because of the fact that we've been calling the cigar brand stock market for so long, we're sticking with the name... We even... don't
3: want to call it cigar brands and companies and sometimes line stock market, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. right. Sometimes and maybe it's you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it the last
7: time he did this, so I did a whole confusing. show on it afterwards. So. Yeah.
1: Right. I know. I was on that show. It was a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, it's it's basically... So, here's the thing, guys. As we wind down to the end of the year, uh, the the lists are coming out. The cigar aficionado list uh, came out this week. Um, don't know, I don't know who did, <laughs> who did that. I don't know who did that. But um, me. the cigar aficionado brand uh, list came out, um, and so now that it's the end of the year, what you're really basing your buy, hold, sell on is kind of this whole year, like how how and and what you think of them in the future, right? Um, them. Moving forward, but now that it's the end of the year, you can kind of use the whole year as your as your guide. Um, by the way, uh, Jordan just threw that up. Thank you, Jordan. If you uh, would like to like, share the show, that would be great. Um, subscribe, all those sorts of things. It's, it's a it's a it really does help us out if you can do that. But um, so that's that's the deal. It's 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 the whole year and how you feel about these companies moving forward. And there's a few of these guys that are repeats, and the reason that they're repeats, it, I tried to pick cigar brands, that companies that have kind of stuff going on. Like, it would be easy to throw out, like, you know, like, every time I throw out, you yeah. know, Drew Estate, uh, Fuente. Okay, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's too easy to just say, bye. I'm trying to pick companies that are, Emmett, a little trickier. Sure. You know, a little, like, I'm not sure how that company's going. No, it's a good list. I'm, yeah. glad,
2: I'm glad you shared it ahead of time, too.
1: So uh, so that's kind of the uh, the rundown of things. Uh, before we get started, boys, uh, what did you think of the Cigar Aficionado list? Uh, I'll start with Emmett. What did you think of that?
2: Uh, I think it's nonsense. I think it's getting worse. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's the number one cigar. It's like every, what, third year is a Cuban. It's just kind of predictable, and, like, yeah, it's the same old brands over and over again. There's nothing the – the thing that irks, irks me the most about it is that there's – in the top ten, there's literally not a single new cigar in there. Like all of those have been out for, I don't know what the newest one was, but it was like at least three years. Like right. it's just crazy to me. Like I don't and know. Like what you the guys rare think. pinks might have been the closest. Yeah, the, the rare pinks. Like, well, that was new were cigar. those tw- 2020, I think, or 2021.
4: Anyway, that was a new size. That was a new size.
2: Oh, was it? Okay, so at least that's new. But uh, it, yeah, it, I, I don't like it. Matt Ty, what did you think?
6: Um, I. I didn't love it but I didn't really hate it either I mean I'm not trying to be a fence sitter here but I, I thought there were good things about it um, I actually dug back just because I was curious and this is the 19th list I think that Cigar Aficionado has done and this is if I'm not mistaken this is only the fourth time that a Cuban has been number one I think if I'm not mistaken about that
1: so out of, out of 19 four that is pretty much close to what Emmett yeah said Three, four years.
2: I think it's got to be more than that because there was the There was the Bahique. There was the, was it Cohiba? A different Cohiba? I don't know. There was Montecristo two
4: and Bolivar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: that's four at least. Yeah. Um,
1: Alex, what were your thoughts?
5: Look, man, the list is what it is. Cigar aficionado is what it is. We get the same complaints every year from the same people. But I'll tell you what. I mean, we sold that Rocky Patel sixty in an hour. So for all the complaints, I mean, the list still has some merit to somebody. Forget about the Cuban thing. What I found more intriguing was the amount of Churchill's
1: on the list.
6: Mm, interesting. I yes. That. I agree. I, yeah, that was – that stood out. That definitely stood out. Coop, what did you think of the list?
4: I, I kind of have along the lines of what Matt said. It, I don't have a problem with the process they do. I think they need a little more transparency. It wasn't the most exciting list, but look, a lot of those top ten cigars – if I had an opportunity to be handed a box of those cigars, I'd be very, very happy. Uh, but I think it, this, this year there was some holes that they need to kind of look at the transparency a bit. I mean, I can just tell you one thing we looked at was like those Cuban, the box dates of when they were reviewed during the year yeah. versus the box dates of when they were rated were different. And to me, I'm like, how do you explain that? Like you're not, you're not you're smoking different vintages to determine the list, which, which I don't think is right. And I'm big on vintage because I think that plays into the performance of a cigar. So I think they they really need more transparency.
1: Now, one thing that's really interesting, boys. A lot of guys, uh, a lot of guys, um, you know, they 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 discount the list because it's, oh, it's the p- just people that are advertising and 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 whatnot in cigar fishing out, and that's why they get on the list. Jordan, you mm. have a new theory, mm-hmm. and I want Alex and Coop and Matt and Emmett to consider this. Possible theory, which I've been I've been trying to poke holes in it all week long because Jordan came up with this theory this week, and it's pretty stinking good. Jordan, tell tell these well, guys your, your thoughts.
3: Yeah, you know the, the the usual criticism is that it's the guys that advertise, um, which there's there's some correlation there. Uh, but I was finding another correlation that has a few exceptions, but I think it's pretty close. I think it's more like cigar aficionado came about in the '90s. And because of this they have this like graduating class like their alumni guys and ever since the beginning it's almost the top ten is somebody that came about at the same time so it's it's your Rocky Patel's it's your LFT's it's your Alec Bradley's even the Padron and Fuentes kind of count because yeah Padron and Fuente were around before the 90s but they both came out with the biggest cigars in the 90s so it was the 1964 the Opus X those both came out in the same time. It's this cla- It's the good old boys. It's the class of the 90s. That's who gets in the top ten every time.
4: Yeah, and there's been – Jordan, I like that theory, actually. Um, I think there's been a yep. second class that's come about. I think you could put My Father and EPC in that second class. Well,
3: EPC counts because they discovered him in the 90s. Okay, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Now, My Father, you're right. That's kind of an exception. And, you know, it's early 2000s. It's close. But, yeah, like every once in a while yeah. they'll accept a guy into the group. But for the most part –
6: even it's the Habanos count because the Cubans yeah. are all the
3: rage in the 90s. And, the, and and vintage brands that pre-existed the 90s, obviously, they have to accept into the group because they were there before them. Uh, but just, for the most actually, part. Yeah.
1: I think that's a pretty interesting theory yeah. because yeah. it seems like every year for the last 10 years, it is like a, a spinning wheel of those eight or nine brands.
2: Yeah, it's like a fraternity. Yeah. Like. Yes. Yeah. yeah to- it totally makes sense. I, I think you nailed it, man. That's... We, That's a you know, solid
4: we, theory. We used to, we do the, we didn't do the preview show this year, but normally we had said that there were like thirteen slots allocated, and three of them went to Habanos normally. But what I didn't think about until Jordan just said it was, it's the good old boys club that occupies just about every one of those spots, maybe with the exception of my father. So. Yeah, th- I didn't think of it that way. That's a good point.
2: My father's like the new money ad
4: to <laughs> eternity. Yeah, the yeah. Like they <laughs> yeah, a good theory. Right. Now good they, theory. they would yeah. accept yeah, Perdomo
3: can't, can't into the club, that. but if if you have a brand that that's so anti aficionado, they got kicked out of the club.
1: You're talking about Perdomo. Perdomo, yeah,
3: yeah, and right. Saka.
6: Yeah, it does. too. Well, but has Sokka, really pre- never pre- been anywhere near the club. Sokka's right, Yeah, Perdomo,
4: they've reviewed at least. They've at least reviewed yeah. Perdomo. Didn't
2: Saka kept... ask to not even be reviewed by them ever? <laughs> yeah. like
1: that, that's crazy. Well, anyways, yeah. uh, that's an interesting theory. I'd like uh, you guys to think about that this week and poke some holes in that theory. Cause yeah. I think, I think well, it's good solid. job,
4: Gordon. Good job, All right, Jordan. Jordan,
1: are we ready for the cigar brand stock market? Let's, do it. Let's get right into this show because we have so much to cover. Uh, bring up that graphic, Jordan. Cigar brand stock market, here we go. Are you going to buy? Are you going to hold? Are you going to sell? I'm going to try to, uh, I'm going to do my best to kind of go to a different guy first each time, but I, I can't guarantee that that's going to happen. But for the first one, I'm going to start with Emmett. All right. Um, Emmett, our first brand, should you buy... Are you ready, Matt, over there? Tabulator? All right, Matt's ready to tabulate. Uh, Would you buy, would you hold, or would you sell Lost and Found?
2: Yeah, so Lost and Found is an interesting one. I'm going to go buy on Lost and Found, just because they've kind of changed what they've been doing recently. Like, they've been adding new blends that aren't necessarily Lost and Found. Like, I think that's interesting. That's a cool story. But they've also been bringing back those older ones that people remember that um, that they really like they've been bringing those back to the market so that's also something really cool Um, so yeah that's my short answer I'm gonna buy it he's
1: gonna buy Matt Ty are you gonna buy hold sell wait oh sorry
6: (laughs) (laughs) there we go um I'm gonna I'm actually gonna sell on lost and found
1: oh wow okay
6: um (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> love it. <laughs> um it's I and I don't say that disparagingly. I say it because I'm not sure about um just just longevity and consistency and things like that. Um I think it's really cool. I think it's a lot of fun. I love the interesting nature of it, but you know, having consistent blends and having uh, consistent branding and things like that I think are important for consumers. And I'm not sure if, um, if it's got like really genuine legacy, long-term legs. Um, I, so uh, because of that, I'm gonna sell.
1: Matt Sells, uh, Alex the goat, what are your thoughts on uh, Lost in the Pounds?
5: Okay, first of all, I want to put this out there first and foremost. I'm not holding anything tonight. But that, <laughs> wow. You know, Whoa. That's a bold move,
1: Cut. Uh, I'm not bold holding anything.
5: Move. But uh, Lost and Found, I'm going to sell. Um, what is it? What are they doing? You know, um, They've done some new stuff. It's kind of interesting. I haven't seen really a lot of buzz about it. I like Robert. I like the Coldwell brand. I don't see anything. I'm kind of with Matt. I don't really see any long-term where this you know, does anything outside of what it's
4: already doing.
1: Interesting. Uh Coop. Buy, hold, sell.
4: Oh, I'm selling fast. Wow. <laughs> right. wow.
2: So, I'm on the wrong
4: end of this so l- let me say this. <clears throat> the let when I did the stories of the last decade, I thought Lost and Found was one of the biggest stories, if not the biggest story of the decade. How they changed the small batch market. Now I just don't know where they're going. There was a story behind this brand a few years ago. You know, going into the factories and, and getting these cigars. Now, to me, it's just another small batch uh, fat, um, company making small batch releases. The the marketing's inconsistent, the branding's inconsistent. The marketing is non-existent, as far as I'm concerned. And I, in fact, I think it's very confusing with what Caldwell's doing with his with his stuff. And I, so I'm, I'm I think they're all over the place right now. I, I just I don't see it anymore. I. I'm, I'm getting out. I, I'm not putting my money into this. And something against Robert and Tony. I love those guys, but I'm just confused. All right, uh, Jordan. Well,
3: I, I, in the in the past, I wasn't the biggest fan. Uh, I liked some of the stuff they were doing. You know, if they come out with something interesting, I might pick it up. Um, but I, I, like the direction that they headed. And they've been headed in the last year, or so um, they sort of ended their um, their run of of picking up uh, lost stuff from factories with antique line which was amazing every single cigar from that was lights out and then they picked it right back up with the new branding you know regular st- style like Koop was talking about with the 22 minutes to midnight which was also amazing um, and it's not like they've completely abandoned this they can still go find stuff from factories it's just they don't have to only be doing that it seems like the markets kind of they kind of started it but it's now it's too crowded with the Ezra Zions and the limited cigar association stuff they don't want to just be lost in that shuffle I like the direction they're going. I would buy.
1: Wow. Um, I could not have said it better than what Jordan just said. I feel the exact same way. I'm also a buy, but just based on just this past this just past summer and the changes they made, I think maybe uh, the Pravada Club might have been the best thing that ever happened to Robert because he changed his his whole um, approach based on on that. and now I, I'm interested in it again. And man, that stinking twenty-two minutes to midnight is a frigging baller. That is a fantastic cigar. So I'm a solid buy. All right, uh, $20. next next uh, next cigar. I'll, I'll we'll do a Snake Draft. How about that? We'll do Snake. Right. That'll make it easier for me. Uh, the next brand that we're gonna deal with, Jordan, is El Septimo, and I will go first. Uh, I'm gonna sell on this. I don't want anything to do with this. I don't like. I, first of all. You should sell just based on the logo alone. It it looks like somebody had a bloody nose. Uh. Like it looks like a like there was a bloody nose involved, and there was like a drip on a carpet. Um, I don't want anything to do with this golden drip. Weird, bizarre. You know, a million dollar lighters, and it's just ridiculous to me. I'm a hard, hard sell on this one, Jordan. What do you think?
3: Uh. Sorry. me <laughs> <laughs> no. off Guard. Uh, yeah, I'm a sell also. I'm not a fan of these companies that come around and they just have too much money to spend. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, they, they have a thousand different lines and they're just, they, they just have, you know, a million dollar lighters. You go to the, the show and it's just all to impress you with the extravagance. Uh, there's I don't find any substance to it. Um, I've smoked a couple of cigars and not been impressed. Um, I'm
4: going to go sell
1: Jordan's going to sell. Coop, what do you think? El Septimo.
4: I'm on board with you guys. I'm selling. Um, <coughs> and i tell you what. This, <laughs> Sorry. I We had him on KMA. I've heard uh, him being Zaya, the CEO. I've heard him on a couple of other shows. And he thinks he's changing the industry. He, he, he doesn't know this industry. He doesn't understand this industry. There's, and, again, there's no story behind his cigars. He's putting, you know... Why are these cigars so premium? I mean, I could talk about a Davidoff cigar. I could talk about an Atabay, and I can understand why they're ultra-premium cigars. These, I can't understand that. The, you're right, Eric. The lighters and stuff, no use. I'm hard sell with me. I'm not Don't putting you think, my money in Coop,
3: this. Have you seen like the photos of like their lounge that they have? Don't you think that also looks weird? like Some faux upscale place that you'd see like in Qatar or something
4: but like it looked like a doctor's office yeah
3: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That's what it looked like,
4: started, I'm like what is this? yeah but I'm like, it's like a clean room <laughs> it was yeah. too bright it was too uh, you know it looked like a comfortable lounge No, yeah. right exactly
3: yeah alright Alex I, I,
5: bye whew. Oh. hear me hear me, hear me out be different, hear, hear me out now, hear me out. Hear me out. I know I know, nobody likes this guy. I get it. Nobody likes the brand. It's weird. And I get all that. But the truth be told, this show two years ago, this guy wouldn't have even made it on the show. Every year, these guys are getting a little more traction. So somewhere along the line, for everybody that doesn't like them, somebody's out there buying this brand. I mean, we're hearing more and more about them. Their, their PCA booths are getting more extravagant. You know, is it a long buy? No, probably not. But right now, where we're at, I feel
1: like they're on the upswing. Interesting. All right. That's a good, uh, that's a good, uh, well, yeah, we're bound to
3: notice them when they spend a few million bucks. You know, yeah. But man, to his point. That, yeah, that.
1: It's a short, exactly. it's a short buy. It's a short right. buy. Uh, Matt Ty, How about that cigar? What do you think?
6: Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with most of the panel with, uh, I'm going to sell. I don't know really anything about the people. Uh, I don't know anything about the people behind the brand. I've smoked, I think two of their blends, they were they were okay uh i just don't know if the if especially the u.s market i don't know if the u.s market needs another 40 dollar cigar right um that that doesn't i i think when you when you're going to go down the road of putting that kind of price point on a cigar in my mind there have to be dues paid before that happens there's got to be a lineage to it there's got to be that there's got to be some something deeper behind it than just luxury yeah. for luxury's sake. And, uh, and no disrespect to them, but I don't see anything beyond that yet besides just luxury for the sake of luxury.
1: All right. Very well done. Emmett, wrap this one up for us. El Septimo.
2: Yeah. So whenever I talk about this brand, uh, it's, for me, it's just a resounding meh. Like, I don't really care about it that much. Like, I don't, I don't hear anybody else really talking about it other than when like they have a million dollar lighter, they're like, "Wow, that's kind of crazy!" Like, but the cigars are aren't great. I mean, for forty bucks, there's no way I'm gonna buy that. Like, I, no cigar smokers I know are excited about this. Uh, so yeah, it's a sell for me too. It's so. a sell for Emmett. All right.
1: So, uh, uh, by the way, we're we're also a um, what do you say? Uh, amalgamating? What? I, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, aggregating. We're aggregating, aggregating all of our votes, and so at the end, we'll be able to give you. A, an overall panel buy, sell, hold, uh, rating on each of these brands. Uh, so if you're keeping track, just to let you know, lost and found would have been a buy based on uh, the the answers, and El Septima would be a sell based on all the answers. So, Emmett, we're gonna start with you on the next brand. Right. The next brand, my friend, uh, has had a very interesting couple of years. Uh, Robert Holt and Southern Draw, buy, hold, or sell?
2: So for this one, I'm gonna go with my first hold. Uh, because
7: oh, yeah, ooh. yeah.
2: Burned, I re- he burns the hole re- <laughs> that's one thank you i I really like Robert holt he's awesome um and I like all most of the previous blends they've come out with they've been great but recently like there's just been kind of crickets coming out of there like there's there's something new yeah. every now and then and <laughs> he had this this project where it was kind of like a crowd sourced opinion kind of thing and that was kind of cool but then it just kind of died out I never heard anything like they never that I know of. they never really picked a winner. And so it's just kind of, and he wasn't at the trade show last year, which I know he wanted to be, but they just didn't plan properly, I guess, um, was the story. So yeah, for me, it's a hold. like I, I have faith in his longevity, but right now I don't see a whole lot going on to make me excited about it. If that makes sense. All right.
1: Uh, Matt Ty, What do you think?
6: Uh, this is, this is really regretful for me to say this, but I have to say sell. um, and it's it's sell. When I say sell, I don't mean that I'm throwing the brand away and I'm done with it. I'm saying right now, right, today, yeah, right. I'm saying I'm saying sell. Um, I think they've had they they've been they've been quiet. They've been they I think they've tried a couple things that didn't necessarily launch as well as they wanted them to. And I do believe that they have the ability to regroup and get back to the 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 buzz that they have and they and their cigars are good they're delicious they're well made but right now i think because of sort of the state of the brand i have to say sell so.
1: all right goat. what do you say i say
5: bye um I mean, look. You know, y- you buy low and sell high. Uh, you know, this is a buy at a low point. You know, they have had kind of a lull, but he's he's had he's got two new brands coming out in 2023 or two new whatever Coop wants to call them. I don't want to confuse the show. Um, <laughs> but you know, look, is is he? Do I think he's going to fly off the charts? No, but I think we're going to see an up- uptick with him. You know, that whole crowdsourcing thing I didn't understand, but um, you know, this is I think this is a good buy buy at a low point right now.
4: All right, Coop, what do you think, Coop? This is a company that we've given company the year to twice. Wow. But it pains me to say this, this is a sell as well. Ouch. Um, okay, I was waiting for the music. <laughs> was, you don't know what's going to come in with the music? Right, right. So, so here's, so here's the thing. I in general when I see companies going to smaller batch releases or more limited releases, that's not a good investment to me. I think there needs to be more attention paid to the core lines. And I know he's got two core lines coming out, which is the uh, Morning Glory and Evening Primrose. I don't understand what he's doing with those lines. They are going to be competing against his two most successful lines. Morning Glory is going to compete against the Rose of Sharon, Desert Rose. Yeah. And Evening Primrose is going to be competing against Jacob's Ladder. Why, why would you do that? It, it doesn't make sense to me. And I'll say this. His branding doesn't make sense to me. I can't, Alex made a point. I don't know if he's talking about brands, lines. His Jacobs Ladder branding is completely confusing. I could Just look at th- that. His packaging is confusing. Everything has a different package. Can, he needs some consistency with this. In fact, now he's just putting things into draw packs right now. I, look, I know Robert's capable of, of, and his team, they're very capable of it, but I don't understand the last couple of years, and it's not, my money's not going there right now.
1: Well said. Uh, Jordan, thoughts?
4: Uh, yeah. Uh,
3: they're one of those weird brands that they'll have, like, a really good year, and then they'll, like, they'll take yeah. not just one year off, not just two, maybe even three years off. Um, we gave them that mulligan back in what was, like, 2016. They didn't go to the show, and they came back to the show the next year super strong. Like, okay. They were, they were just regrouping, but then they did it again, they did it again. The uh, Coop hit so many points there. They were spot on, like, with those two new releases that you already have the the Rosa Sharon is the softer Connecticut, and then you have the Desert Rose, the stronger Connecticut. I don't understand why you need a, a softer Connecticut again. Where's where's that going to fit in? And and Coop was right on the packaging too. Like and we wouldn't even be like really talking about the packaging. Guys change their packaging all the time, but they make like a big deal about like okay, here's a new, every, new packaging that's all in shoeboxes, and then the next cigar comes out and it's not in shoebox. Why did you make this big deal about the packaging? Uh, but most mostly it is on the. The inconsistency of the brand uh, for me as a seller.
2: So I'll play the other side of that. So what? Thank you. What would you rather see him release? Like what? What would get you excited? That wouldn't be competing with another one of his? Because he's got a lot of lines. Like what? What would you want to see that? Right. That is something new. For I guess that's for Jordan and Coop. Well,
3: I okay. mean, I don't know. That's ahead, for George. him to come up with, but he, there's a lot of different cigar styles. Uh, camera. Maybe, maybe come out this, with camera. Maybe even at this point, you just focus on limited editions. Or, uh, or maybe,
1: or maybe you just uh, focus on the ones that are successful right now. Uh, you know that you already have, and just uh, add a, a Vitola or whatever.
2: You got to come out with something new to stay relevant. Like we yeah. wouldn't be talking and about I agree it with if, that. if there's nothing new coming out. We're not talking about it, and it's going to be a sell.
6: Right. Well, well I, I agree with what get... Jordan was saying that there's that you know you've got the mild, you've got the ultra mile Connecticut, and then you come out with another ultra mile Connecticut. It's your it, if. If you're coming out with cigars that are going to compete with your own cigars, is that—that's a is, yeah—is that worthy of your time?
1: Right.
3: It's just to me, it's right, not good business. Don't market it's it It's not that good way. business. You can come out with a Connecticut, make it a limited edition, and say, right. oh, this is a special Connecticut." Yeah. We That's a good point. Found this secret yeah. tobacco in the factory,
4: and you know, <laughs> even
2: if it's not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: And, and yeah. I'm gonna make another. Can I make one more point, I make Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I could just say, in this part of the country, he has alienated a lot of the brick and mortars. Mm, because, so? he is, because he's gone heavy now I'm not saying this is bad business but he has gone heavy into the catalogs and a lot of these guys feel mm-hmm. like he's becoming more of a catalog brand right now all of his new releases have been with the catalogs and That's I'm not true. again, I think catalog is good business so I'm not knocking it but I'm just saying he's got to find a better way to keep some of those brick and mortars happening some of them have dropped them already
1: all right. I'm going to just, uh, if I could just have just replay everything Coop just said, and I will just say that and I'll say <laughs> sell also. I have, I have nothing else to add on that. I, I you know, I, I wish nothing best for the, uh, Robert. I love the yeah. guy, but I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm a sell. All right. Uh, I'll start this next one. Uh, this one we've had, this is a, a redo, uh, because they seem to come in and out quite a bit, uh, warped. Um, Buy, hold, or sell. I'll go first on this particular one with Warped. Uh, I do, I really am super interested in the new Don Ronaldo. Yeah. I, I'm also very interested in the in the big, what was the last one he did with the, it was in a big uh, Oh yeah, the uh, um, upper Ken- realm? Yeah, upper yeah. realm. Um, so right now with Warped, um, I'm gonna use one of my holds because I, I love Kyle's palette. I think um, he, he has one of the best palettes in the industry. He does have some missteps with, like, getting into wine and, and, and coffee and, like, and diluting himself. But right now, um, I can't say I'd want to buy any just based on where he is, but I also wouldn't want to sell any. So I'm going to burn one of my holds on there. Jordan, uh, Jordan, what do you think? Buy, hold, sell, warped.
3: Yes, it is a tough one. Um, <clears throat> You're right, The the new Don Ronaldo looks good. He always finds a way to keep me interested, and I don't know if it's, like, a nostalgic thing you know like that's kind of like the cigar aficionado thing like when we got into the industry warped was cool <laughs> came up like, at the same time you have to think that he still got it but you're so right like the coffee thing the mind thing he's he's scatterbrained he's got he's, he's doing the drop club i don't know which cigars are in the drop club and which ones are regular releases anymore um uh, you know i'm gonna go sell on this one i just it's, it seems like a downward trajectory that's has these blips back up, but it's going down overall. I'm going to go sell. Alright, Jordan goes.
1: Jordan goes sell. Uh, Coop, what do you think about Warped?
4: Well, it's an easy sell for me as well. Um, again, where are his core lines? His core lines just seem to be... I don't see people excited about the core lines. And, and ultimately, I think most of the only company... There's only one or two companies that have figured out the small batch model, and this has not been one of them. And... and the points that Jordan made about drop are accurate. I can't get excited about a Don Ronaldo release. He's come out, like, every three years. This isn't going to make or break me where I'm putting my money. But now you're going to um, spend $30 on a Don Ronaldo. Now you're to spend 30 Yeah, Doesn't exactly. that you going? Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> look, the original Don Ronaldo came out as one of the oh, great yeah. cigars of yeah, the last yeah, decade, yeah. in my opinion. Oh, you're just, right. You couldn't get it. Yeah, you couldn't get it, so... Um, you know, again, I think Kyle's got to figure this out, but I think he needs to look at Florida Valley and La Hacienda and do something with his core lines. Is, isn't my De Tampa a core line? Yes. Did, did it, they was, that it, anymore? it is now, what yeah. When it came out, it was, but yeah. I, don't yeah. so, I, think, I don't know I think those lines need a little bit of a shot in the arm.
1: All right, Alex, what do you think? So,
5: so this is a so. I mean, honestly, to me... I feel like Warped is kind of past his prime. I mean, look, they make good cigars, don't get me wrong, but, you know, is anybody really excited about this stuff coming out? You rarely see this guy. Um, I don't see people posting a lot of it. I don't see it much. You know, new stuff comes out, and it just comes, and it goes, and you see it. There's an article. I don't see any excitement or hype around this brand.
3: Yeah, that's a great point is – you gotta kind of feel like you're attached to the guy a little bit. Like, you know, Sokka, he, he's, he, like, you're talking to him on social. Ed, you know. So
5: he, he almost takes, like, the Dion route, but he's not Dion. You know hmm. what I mean? Like, I, I never see this guy. Dion can get away with that. Right. And this guy can't.
1: Interesting. Uh, Matt Ty.
6: Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting here listening to everybody, and I changed my answer from what I originally wrote in my notes. He's <laughs> okay. strong. I be did. Strong. I love that. I, I did. So I'm I'm gonna change to sell, um, oh. and it's working, um, guys. It's working.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it's working.
6: The power of suggestion is real, but I I don't see uh, a real immediate like drive and and push and and deep true effort from Kyle in the cigar community in the, whether it's in-store events, or social media, or anything like that. I see the occasional special new release, like limited edition thing, and it sells out, and then you hear maybe a quick blip about it when it comes out, you'll get the email about the whatever, and then it sells out, and I usually don't go after them, and I know most people don't go after them. They do sell, but um, for, for, for your, for the, the bread and butter of the cigar community, the bread and butter of the cigar consumers, I don't see that they have any notion about uh, spending their money on warped product anymore.
2: Interesting. Alright, Emmett? So, I have a backbone so I'm going to stick with my original answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to go buy, you guys. What? It's fine. I i've always loved warped i every cigar i've had from him in the last good old boys, year huh? plus has been awesome i really i'm just going strictly on you know my personal smoking experience and it's been great like say what you want his cigars that have come out in the last year have been really good um and he's still got some new stuff coming out um the, the don Ronaldo's is exciting to me uh the upper realm i'm curious to try that one um and I, I have faith that he's always going to come up with something cool and new. And I, I don't think he's going anywhere. So I, I'm going to buy it. I think, right. I think he's going to be around. You I, know I still dig it.
3: One more th- point about him is he's he's good at coming out with something new, when it whether it's limited or even if it's not limited. It's always good that first, that the Maestro del Tiempo is our cigar of the year. It's great. But then when they actually make them again, the next batch, I don't ever think it's as good. Mm. Interesting take. Yeah. Um, Consistency
1: uh, all right, so um let's move right on. Uh, this will start with Emmett on this one Emmett avo avo cigars
2: yeah i in the past, I've really loved avo cigars, but with his passing, I kind of feel like kind of feel like it's time to put it behind us like I feel like I feel like they should probably just kind of let it you know fizzle out a little bit and uh, it seems like kind of what they're doing um it, it seems wrong to be releasing new and exciting stuff. In, with his name for some reason, I don't, I don't, know. I know there's other people that have passed on; and they still make cigars in honor of them. But I don't know. If it, this feels different for me, so it's it, this is a sell for me. I just feel like uh, it's it's time for Davidoff to move on from the Avo brand. Okay, Matt Ty, what do you think?
6: Um, I agree with uh, a lot of what Emmett said I don't think that from what I can see. I mean, there have been you know a couple things from the Avo brand over the last couple of years but it doesn't seem like the parent company is putting a lot of resources behind that particular brand exactly. name anymore yep. so I and, and because of that and I've, I've loved a lot of Avo blends over the years and I just but but for for the way things are going right now and the way I see things going long term I Unless they totally change course, I don't see them putting any resources anymore behind that brand. So, yep. there it's a sell
1: totally sell for Matt Time. All right, uh, the goat Avo Avo Avo's right.
5: a sell Avo Avo, they're both sells. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, man, I, I, uh, avos a, it's just a, it's a snooze, it's a snooze, and it's going to be a snooze for a while. And Let me tell you something else, folks. Avo is a Davidoff brand, and and uh, wait till you find folks see that doozy of a price increase coming to a retailer near you. You're really going to sell.
1: Mm. Interesting, Coop. What do you think?
4: Well, I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm buying. Really? The uh, so so here so hear me out on this. Okay. We can't hear you. Oh no. Oh no. Coop's gone.
7: gone. No. We can't. <laughs> and that's that. And that's a, cliff, no. that's, oh, that's a cliffing. Before. Oh, he's right back. There. He's back. Oh, uh, here he is. Oh, he's, he's back. back.
1: You're back, Coop. <laughs> All right.
4: No, so, I mean, the point is valid. Right, it has his name on it, but I think they have moved on. They've actually ended the birthday cigars, at least for now. They have a good, strong core portfolio, and I like that they're not throwing limited editions out left and right. I like that they're not introducing new core lines every year. Um, but what I really like, and this is where I have a little trouble separating Avo Ab- from Davidoff, is that Avo Ab- is an arm into the brick and mortars that are not Davidoff-appointed merchants. And I think there's a, a, a good market for that right now. And these are good cigars. There's nothing wrong with those Avost cigars. I mean, I know the dojos have had those Avost cigars rated yeah. in the top 10 over years. So That's true. I think they have a good, strong core portfolio. And I like the fact that they're not overly reaching and expanding. Is it a, a big, big buy? No, but I'm, I'm still buying. I think it's more where I believe in the brand and I believe in the people behind the brand, the Eddies and all, all Lana's and all those folks. So I'm, I'm going to say bye.
0: All right, Jordan.
3: Um, Koop makes some good points. Uh, I do. I've, I've always liked Avo. Um, for me, like the best thing that they have going is those birthday blends or the, you know, whatever they've been classic covers or whatever you want to call them. Every every year, that's the the thing I look forward to with Avo. Other than that, they've got the Synchro series. I think they need to if they stick to the Synchros and the and the one limited edition a year. There's nothing wrong with Avo. Um, you know, they had the big misstep a few years ago, <laughs> but. Um, I think, I think I'll go hold on this one.
1: Oh, Jordan's going to burn a hold. Burning a hold. He's burning a hold on AVO. I like
3: AVO. They've got a place.
1: All right. Um, I'm going to sell AVO right now. Remember, I'm just basing it on this year. Um, this year seems like maybe possibly the worst, the most quiet year for AVO. So I'm going to I'm gonna sell on AVO. All right. Let's uh, move directly into the next one, and I'll start. CAO. Uh, CAO cigars. Um, uh, for me... This is a hard sell Uh, with Rick leaving. um, I I haven't really liked much of the stuff that they've done. It's the Amazon Basin series is like the best thing they've got going. But with uh, with Rick leaving, it's a hard sell for me. Uh, Jordan, what do you think?
3: Uh, Yeah. Rick Rick leaves. Uh, We just reviewed um, the BX3. BX3 today. Today. Go check it out. Gave it a score that you'll have to see on the website. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Link bait, <laughs> yeah, you gotta get those clicks. Uh, I haven't been excited for anything that CEOs done in a long time. Um, you're right, the Amazon Basin was probably it, and then they've they seems like they've just been latched onto that for years now. They announced a new Amazon Basin just a few days ago. That's just another. It's just the same blend. It's just, they happen to leave it in the aging room for a year. Um,
1: which means they didn't sell Which the ones that they had. Means that's just the last release. <laughs> uh, it's
4: not exciting to me. Uh, I got to go sell on this
1: one. All right, Coop.
4: You know, this one pains me as well uh, because CAO is a brand I grew up with um, in the smoking cigars, but I got to say, sell as well. You you know, the, uh, well, Avo, I can say their core lines have some traction, it seems like the CAO core lines don't have traction. And it seems like they've gone to limited editions to try to find success outside of Flathead. Flathead, I think, they, is probably one that's probably done well for them. But they've tried different iterations of Flathead. It hasn't worked. They're going back to Amazon Basin yet again, this time trying to age it. And they came out with an absolute turd of a cigar this year. <laughs> firewalker right? Oh, man, you stole oh! my thunder. Yeah. Hey, hey, I uh, forgot about that one. Yeah. How, and and look, how a cigar can reach the stores like that? I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. It's, it's a stealth. CAO needs
1: fixing right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, goat. What do you think, Alex? Oh, so, so. <laughs>
5: there go. Look, I mean, this this is another snooze. They they have nothing exciting going on. They're, they're like you guys mentioned. They're really a one trick pony with Amazon Basin. Yeah, Flathead is it is what it is, and it's probably their steadiest line. But there's there's nothing exciting going on. And uh, you know, Coop nailed it too. I said the same exact thing. Like, how did this firewalker? I mean, somebody there had to be more than one person that smoked it. And nobody said, like, uh, wait a minute. God, yeah, I mean, how did this get through? Like, everybody. Did, I mean, yeah. nobody must
7: have smoked this thing. Yes. <laughs> All
1: right, Matt. I. <laughs>
6: I wish there was a category lower than sell. <laughs> I wish because with this one, I'm saying I'm not even gonna bother trying to get somebody's money for it. I just want to throw it away. It's, wow. it's
3: Do you want me to go it's, two sells for you? I'm gonna go two
6: sells. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. So we'll just go sell. It's it's uh, it was it was on its way out anyway. And then when Rick left, that was the that was the 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 match that that uh, that burned it down. And I. I don't see it recovering long. But like Coop said, the flatheads sell, and that's great. And, and, but I sell and write it's it off as a just, loss. yeah, yeah, just, just be run away as quickly I, as you can.
3: I don't think we've ever had, uh, not, We've had brands that have gotten all sells before, but we've never had a specific cigar that we've talked about that we all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Like, I could tank the stock.
5: Yeah, I mean, I just don't understand. Tank there to had stock. to be somebody that questioned this cigar when they
7: smoked it.
6: Yeah, that's totally true. So uh, y- there had to be a, a room full of at least you know two or three people saying, Are, "Should we actually ship this? Because it's terrible." I, d- I don't know.
3: But look at the graphics. We're selling this thing. damn <laughs> it.
6: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Literally everybody else has said exactly what I was going to say. Like I wasn't super pumped about the brand before Rick left and then once he did, it's totally dead to me. And the firewalker was so bad. Uh, like we reviewed it blind and literally I think all five of them exploded. Like in the in the blind review. Like I I've never we've never had that happen before. It's one of the lowest scores we've ever given a cigar, it was like eighty two. Uh, is It's real bad, you guys. So that's definitely a sell for me. (laughs)
1: All right, uh, I'll move right on to the next one, Uh, Latelier. Latelier. Oops. Sorry, that's the wrong graphic. Emmett. What do you think about Uh, Latelier? Let's uh, let's get the right graphic.
2: There we go. Latia. For me, this is going to be a. uh, Okay, let me caveat this. I'm going to sell it, but then I'm going to take that money and I buy Tatuaje (laughs) with it. Okay. Because I love Tatuaje. I'm never going to sell my Tatuaje stock, Uh, but yeah I'm there's nothing really exciting going on here um it was cool a few years ago they had some interesting different things that were distinct from from Tatuaje and and Pete Johnson um but they like they had the they came out with the new Racine nobody really was excited about it I didn't smoke it um so I don't know if it was any good but yeah there there was a couple years where there was radio silence and then they came out with that one new cigar that was not too exciting and I just don't really care anymore so yeah Tatuaje bye (laughs) But Latia, yeah, I'm gonna sell. It. All right, Matt. Time.
6: Um, I'm gonna use my first hold.
7: Ooh. Okay.
2: In fact, by
6: the um, way,
1: uh, Matt, just so you know, not only is this yeah. your first hold, yeah. this is your first thing other than a sell. So that. Were, oh, wow. We're Debbie Downer. Yeah.
6: <laughs> I actually, when I was going through the list, and I started, and I started putting buy or sell or whatever next to things. I went, man. I'm going to be like the Debbie Downer of the show. I don't don't, usually do something. I'm usually not that way, but but this. So I'll say hold for this one because, in my mind, it's part of. I I think it's a little bit stagnant. I mean, the Racine will is a little bit of a shot in the arm, and it's a little bit stagnant. But I see some of the brands that are underneath that Havana sellers. Uh, group you know with tatuahe and surrogates and that kind of, i see latelier as like the cult following bands like people there's there's a small group of people who really dedicatedly go to fish concerts or go to i mean used to go to fish concerts or go to grateful dead concerts and a lot of the mainstream people you know music fans didn't go to those concerts and I see Latelier as kind of that sort of group that kind of cigar where they have a really dedicated cult following and they don't they're not high production they don't make a ton of the cigars um, and I think the cult following is still pretty strong so because of that I'll say hold
1: all right uh, Alex
5: okay so I- I'm gonna go the same route again if this is the t- twi- I would buy all day but uh, this this is a sell. To me, Latelier is like the son that Pete Johnson forgets he has, and every <laughs> once in a while he just remembers kind. and, you know, yeah, takes him yeah. out to a ball
4: game, You know, so big sell. Big
1: sell.
5: All right, Coop, what do you think?
1: Love it.
4: This was the one that I was confused about, okay? Because go. I don't think there is Latelier imports anymore. It's, they had four brands under Latelier imports, Latelier, Surrogates, El Suelo, and Trocadero. And they've essentially moved all those into Tatawahe right now. So I, I, Emmett's answer is kind of exactly what I say. I'm selling Latelier. I don't need to invest in this, but I, I'm buying Tatawahe all day. But as far as Latelier imports goes, which I don't think it really exists anymore, it, it's a sell. But it's not a reflection on Tatawahe, which I think has had a great year. They've, they've had one of the best years in recent years. So,
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, good enough. Jordan, what do you think?
3: Uh, yeah, I think that's you know as soon as Latier got brought in under Tatuaje they just kind of forgot about it Um, even like the surrogates used to be pretty fun um, in that you could like find what it was easy to tell what cigar they were spoofing and like draw the connections between the two but the last couple surrogates were just seemed like just cigars Um, yeah what's the point Uh, You know, at at the beginning they had the Sancti Spiritu kind of thing running through all the lines that was fun for a while but how long do you take that uh, I think it's pretty much dead. Sell.
1: So, yeah. All right, uh, sell so for Jordan. Uh, if they go back, if they went back to the OG stuff, you might get me to buy some. But uh, right now, I'm a sell too, so it's a hard sell for me. Uh, all right, here's a brand that uh, a, uh, could be interesting between the guys. Uh, EP Carrillo. I'll start with this one. Uh, I gotta buy. Uh, I'm gonna buy EP Carrillo. Uh, it seems like every. Every year or two, he comes out with just a total banger. Now I haven't had the new one; I have it on order. I have some coming, so we'll see what that's like. I'm excited to try it, but obviously the pledge was amazing. Uh, La Historia was great. Um, uh, those, those are great. So I, I got to buy EP uh, Carrillo. Jordan, what do you think?
3: Uh, EP Carrillo it's you know they're kind of strange in that I don't like, I don't like or understand almost their entire line other than the uh, Perez Carrillo series. Um, which you know we gave the the pledge the cigar of the year a couple of years ago it was phenomenal wish I had that button I would have pressed it um, but the the, <laughs> the the new allegiance is interesting you know he's got it made out of the Oliva factory instead of his own I'd uh, be interested to try that all those cigars have been pretty good i, I've, I you know I didn't like the La Historia too much but the pledge I loved um, I, you know they're, they're you, you can count on them they're gonna come out with something good I'll get I'll still buy them
1: cool. you gonna buy hold or sell E.P. Carrillo
4: oh strong buy for me on this one. Uh, the, I mean the track record speaks for itself um, I just recently did I smoked the Allegiance up in uh, Minnesota when I was up there with Matt it was really good I like that they're working with Oliva for that cigar they're working with Placencia for the inch but what I really like is they, they they made a decision and they trimmed a lot of lines out so that I think they cut some fat and they really are focusing on the lines that are moving for them right now mostly around Perez Carrillo but there's a few others so I like from a business standpoint what they're doing I think their, uh, their marketing has really gotten better. Their media interactions gotten better. Um, so they're, they're a strong buy. I'm believing in what Ernesto's doing.
1: There we go. What do you think, Alex?
5: All right, I'm going to use my rant card here. Okay? Again, right. I said we're going to my rant yeah. All right. and, and Jordan, in. Jordan, don't hit the sound yet because I might confuse you. Listen to me, folks. <laughs> S- sell your house, sell your car, sell your dog. And buy as much EPC as you yep. possibly can. And buy it all year long. Because, listen, we know how this goes. You have a guaranteed top three cigar in Cigar Aficionado next year. And it's probably <laughs> going to be number one. We know how this works. Buy it all year long.
3: Can, yep. I, can I go buy now? Wow. Are we, are we going, uh, okay. I like that. Uh,
1: okay, all right, Matt Ty. I...
6: Yeah, this this is a very enthusiastic buy. The, I have the band right here that I smoked. Uh, I smoked this cigar yesterday uh, for the first time. Uh, bought it at the same shop when Coop was here in town, and um, they've their track record over the last couple of years is is incredible. Uh, basically, Coop Coop said exactly what I think about this brand. They're, they they the fat. Their track record is amazing. Uh, their factory partnerships are incredible their own factory is incredible um, great people uh, the, the blends have been killing it and they're getting also the traction on the big ticket which is cigar aficionados list and you know uh, all you have to do is look at the number ones over the in the last four years and they're on there twice so uh Enthusiastic buy, absolutely.
2: Nice. Uh, what do you think, Emmett? Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a strong buy for me as well. Thank you. Um, coming out with new exciting stuff. Uh, the pledge from last year or two years—how long was that? Last year, 2020. The pledge was awesome, so good. And then this last year, they came out with the the Lonsdale in that size, which was so good, even better. I thought. Like I didn't have that. It. Um, it's like it's a tweak on the blend too. So it's not just a new size; it was an actual new blend. It's really good. Um, the collaboration with Oliva is awesome. Just all exciting new stuff. And, yeah, the, I hadn't thought about the Scarfish out thing, but you're for sure dead on with that, guys. Um, a lot of traction there. So it's a buy for me. All right. very. That's the
1: first one that's been a buy from everybody, and it's only the second one that gets an aggregate of a buy uh, so far in the show. It's the one to beat. So we have uh, two more brands, companies, uh, before we go to commercial break. Um, and these two are accessory brands. So Emmett, I'm going to start with you. Um, this is our first accessory brand. I th- it might be the first one we've done on this show. Uh, Boveda, what's your thoughts on Boveda? Buy, hold, or sell?
2: Okay, so humidification packets, I kind of see these as like a commodity almost. Like there's not really a ton of new innovation going on there. It's kind of always going to be the same thing no matter where you buy it but boveda is the the most recognizable brand in that category Uh, and so it's kind of like that that workhorse of a stock i think that is always going to be there it's always going to be the number one i think for the foreseeable future so it's a buy for me just just for the fact that it's i think it's always going to be around it's been around for a long time they're not really doing anything different or new and that's okay like it's it is what it is and everybody uses it Um, so i'm i'm a strong user of their products myself um so it's a buy very well uh Matt Ty what do you think boveda
6: yeah strong buy uh, great products great people uh they have they have uh, a huge share of the uh, of their marketplace and they're, they're only uh, the the fact that they also have shares in marketplaces outside of cigars um, just kind of adds to that that adds stability to this premium cigar part of their business so i buy most wholeheartedly
1: nice uh alex
5: yeah this is a big steady buy too um i don't not only do they have a a strong hold but they they have no competitors when it when it comes to um, humidification. I mean, yeah, you can say Integra, but they're they're not competing in any fashion with Boveda right now. It's one of those. It's like an Apple. It's like a Tesla. You buy it and just keep buying, it and it's just going to go up. I mean, they're going to do what they do. They don't have to come out with anything new. There's no competition for Bo- Boveda right now. Buy. All
1: right, uh,
5: buy,
4: uh, Alex. do
1: that? I don't know. Uh, Coop, what do you think? You th-
4: uh, buy as well. Uh, a lot of echo a lot of things that Matt and Alex said. I actually, I, I actually had chance to visit the headquarters thanks to Garrett took me there on Monday and the people behind it are, are great and I think Matt hit on some of the other things you know they're not just focused on premium cigars but they are focused on musical instruments uh, cannabis I mean look there's a market for that and they're taking advantage of it but I think the other thing that's really key that hasn't been mentioned they've formed some very strong partnerships with people in the industry and look now you buy a box of cigars and you'll see that Boveda label on it, and you see that Boveda pack on them that's like free marketing they're getting with every box of cigars. So, it, it's it's brilliant in my book. is uh, reselling the packs with the Zycar, I'll name on it next to the Volvita. Strong buy. This is a great company. All right, Jordan. Yeah. Um. As as a company, like Alex said, they don't really have
3: any competition. Um. I, I like what Koopa's saying that they have it, them in the boxes. I for me personally, I don't use them really. Um. I think them in the being in the cigar boxes or maybe in a travel humidor every once in a while. I'll use them. I don't. I I think beads are a lot better. Um, and I don't know why guys don't use those more often than Boveda, but you know you, beads aren't aren't really branded. Uh, you remember just, the kitty litter the kiddie face? Kitty litter that I can get on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know that's not a brand. So <laughs> Boveda still got the stranglehold on the market. There, I'm going to buy.
1: Jordan's going to buy. All right. Um, now uh, Boveda does have competition, but uh, their first market, they do it better uh, than the other guys that have come along. Like Alex uh, mentioned a minute ago. So for me, it's a it's a buy as well. So I'm I'm buying BobaDe baby. All right, uh, last one before we go to commercial. Quality Importers. So I'll go first. Uh, quality Importers. A few years back, didn't have a great reputation, but they've been doing an amazing job of of rebuilding that reputation. They bought Zycar, brought that into the fold, brought Michael in. They got Joe Grow working on some exciting things. They're going to be trying to uh, really push the Paleo brand soon. Um, And because of all of that, I'm a for sure strong buy on quality importers. I love what they're doing. I think they're turning the company around, giving everybody a reason to, you know, the the, the swag bunker, all that kind of stuff. Um, It's changing the way that we perceive quality importers. And for me, it's a buy. Jordan, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I think everything you just said. uh, You know, Zycar baby. Paleo, lighters take out uh, the jet lens I was using. Uh, who doesn't have a Zykar cutter in their pocket, wherever they go, it's,
1: it's a buy. Alright, Coop, what do you think?
4: Yeah, you know, go back a few, you know, this is a buy for me as well. Now go back a few years ago and, you know, we go to trade shows and we deal with accessory companies and, you know, accessory companies, they do very well in the retail channel dealing with them, but they didn't really do well with media, they didn't really do well with consumer engagement. And now look what what they've done in the last, this past year. They brought in um, you mentioned Joe Grow and Michael Giannini. And I think you're seeing what they're trying to do is they're gonna get that consumer engagement model going with accessories. Just Joe establishing a Facebook group on accessories is the first sign of that. And I think it's gonna be something very exciting that we're gonna be able to, you know, to interact with these guys a lot more. And I think you're gonna see so I think you know Gianini's gonna have some crazy projects. You know that too, right? So but I, I think also in general I think they're really uh, I think they've done a good job with the ZyCar integration. Uh, they've had they have a lot of good people on the technical side. I've had to talk to as well who are doing the product work, like Kim Miyoto and stuff. So, I'm a believer in these guys. They're they're a they're a buy for me, easy.
5: All right, Alex. So this is a buy for me. Um, yeah, look, you know, I, I feel like if if you're buying Boveda, you got to be buying Qi. You know, every Boveda pack that you buy at a cigar shop is branded ZyCar. Um, Giannini, I can give or take, but I like what Joe's doing. You know, they're, they're starting to get some traction in, in the social media realm, and it, you know, a, again, their is is look, it's like a legacy accessory brand at this point, and and it ties right in with the buy of Boveda.
1: Very nice, uh, Matt Ty. What do you say about QI?
6: Yeah, I agree with what's been said so far. It's a super strong buy for me on uh, all the brands that are underneath QI's umbrella. And uh, the fact that they have they've added the people they've added, and within basically no time at all, uh, Joe Gro hit the ground running with what he does best, which is uh, getting engagement. And he's absolutely killed it. and I think he's going to continue to kill it as long as they work out so, I know they've had some uh, quality control issues, um, you know, in the last, I don't know how many years, but a couple years. Uh, and I think they've started to iron that out and if they continue to iron that out and work with their customers for warranty stuff, I think they're going to be in great shape.
2: Very well said. Emmett? So for me, it's a tentative buy, uh, and the only reason I qualify that with tentative is because they had some, you know, negative press going on with the whole Zycar thing. uh, their warranties are not what it used to be, um, and I, th- I thought the cutter they came out with this last year was kind of a flop. Like the I didn't want to bring that up. Yeah, so the I, I want to talk. It was like after yeah, my turn passed, I, didn't I was like, like oh, I, didn't I didn't like it either. The so I was super excited before I like actually tried it, and then I was like, this is kind of dumb. Like <laughs> it's so big, and it doesn't. It's like there's no real point to it. It's spring loaded, whatever. It it cuts a cigar, but it it, it was a innovation that didn't need inventing. Um, I, oh, but besides that. I'll say it's a buy because uh, they've been making the right moves they, they, with the the new hires recently. The Alex Goldman, uh, Joe Joe Gro, Michael Genini, all they're going the right direction. They hired all those people, new faces. I just think we haven't quite seen the fruits of that labor yet, and we will. No.
1: So, uh, wait, Coop and Jordan are dying to. to Coop, go. Coop, it's you're too dying big, to Coop, say something It's too big.
4: <laughs> okay, the only thing I'll defend on that cutter, which it's is too too you have, big. Like, if you're getting if you're getting arthritis like me. Right. It actually <laughs> is pretty easy to cut cigars. It's, so it's it for seniors. It does take a look at you. Yeah, but, else, it, but it weighs eight to
5: pounds. To <laughs> But I, you, I what
6: you got to do is you got to get one of those big cutters and wear it on a chain around your neck like Flavor flavor. Right. Right.
2: Cutter in your is. pocket? Or are you happy to see me? <laughs> exactly. I think they're
4: onto something with it, but it is no, it they're is, not. It's too big to fit
3: in your pocket. It's too small to be a table cutter. Wow. It it's the size is bizarre. And it's it way need, too big. You need like three hands to use it. It's the weirdest. I'm telling you. Like I'm telling you. The big chain. Wear it around. Wear it around your neck.
6: The big chain
3: is the weirdest <laughs> I, I even gave it to a couple guys that had like never used it before and just like see what you can do with this thing and it took everybody like 10 minutes just to Cut a cigar. Man. Yeah. My
5: God. And Joe Joe Groe just thanked us for the kind words in the comments. <laughs> sorry, Joe. When, when you get calcium deposits, sorry, Joe. I love like me. I love you, Joe. I love every. Yeah. I love everything else, Joe.
4: calcium deposits come in your hand. You're gonna want that cutter. All right. Now uh, you, you I. Pick think it up. That, I think that thing goes give me arthritis. Like I was cutting, <laughs> in, like right. I pulled right. it, my pinky out,
3: like ah. But listen, I, even Coop
5: s- admitted it, it took him a while to figure out what to do with the
1: loop on the bottom.
5: Yeah, which finger goes in there? In
3: the loop? I don't know. There there
1: shouldn't be two loops on a cutter because I guarantee you somebody's going (laughs) to cut their finger off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's spring loaded. There's no going back. Uh, All right. uh, So we're going to go to commercial, but just to bring everybody up to date. uh, Right now, Emmett is the only one that is bullish at all as far as an average goes. Uh, Alex is right in the middle. Um, He's neither bullish nor bearish. And all of the rest of us are at least a little bit bearish. Um, So we'll get to that at the uh, end of the show. We'll give you a final update. Folks, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus large selection of cigar accessories. Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands, such as Romeo and Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, and many more. Make sure to try one of their exclusive lines, such as the Jew Estate Nightshade or the limited edition Cigar Dojo 10th Anniversary Champagne by Perdomo. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence and stack up on your favorite cigars today. This is episode 360 of Smoke Night Live. It's our annual, not our annual, it's our uh, multi-annual cigar brand stock market show. We are chatting with... None other than William Cigar Coop Cooper. Alex Tavello, the GOAT from Smoke In. We're talking with Emmett Malone from Blind Man's Puff. And last, but certainly not least, Matt Ty from How About That Cigar. We've done half of the brands, boys. And now we're ready for some penny stocks. All right, so these penny stocks, I think some of these we can go through relatively quickly. So these are new companies. Uh, the, the stock should be super cheap. So you'd think you know it'd be it would be an easy buy, but maybe not always. So we will start with Emmett right off the get go. This is a company that um, was at the show. Uh, kind of, kind of uh, 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 came off of the whole Caldwell situation. Wild, wildfire cigars. Emmett, buy, hold, or sell wildfire cigar company.
2: Yeah. So at a penny, I'm buying for sure. Uh, it's a it's a fun new brand. Um, the I, what is his name? I can't. It's spacing me now. Is it Jeremy? Jeremy, yeah. He's he's a fun guy. He's great. Um, I don't I don't think you know it's not going to be a huge company in the future. I don't think you know you never know, but it's not going to be you know the next Davidoff your estate, but it might be the next like Caldwell. I don't know. For a penny, I'm buying it for sure. It's fun.
1: All right, I Matt like Ty. It. What do you think? Oh, did you do his? Uh, did you buy. Did you his buy? Signal. There we there go, go. Matt Ty. You gonna buy, hold or sell? Wildfire.
6: Yeah, I agree with Emmett. I'm going to buy Wildfire. Um, I've uh, smoked a couple of their cigars, um, and I think they're well made, uh, good flavor, good aroma, and uh, good engagement on social media. And I think they're staying uh, tight to their the window that I think he's realistic about the window that he's in right now. So he's not doing huge production. You know, he knows that production numbers are small, and he's trying to get A little bit of interest from uh, some consumers that really gravitate towards small, younger, newer boutique brands, and I think it's going well so far. So I'm a buy.
1: All right, Alex Tavella from Smoke In, what do you think?
5: So listen, I'm the only retailer on the panel, right? And if I have to Google
1: the brand to find out what the hell it is, (laughs) I'm (laughs) selling. Sorry, (laughs) sorry. Hey, real talk, real talk. All right, Coop, what do you think about Wildfire?
4: This is a sell for me as well. Look, I really like Jeremy McDonald. I think he's a great guy. I have not seen his cigars on one retail store where I've gone or when I, mean, I travels, And i got to at least see it in one place, right? But I'm not seeing it, right? And the fact that if I'm buying a penny stock, the idea is I want to see this company grow. And I'm hearing, well, he wants to stay small and stay the course. This ain't a, I'm not putting my pennies there. So I'm I'm selling it. It's nothing against Jeremy. I've smoked a cigar. It's a good cigar, but... Yeah, it's a self for me.
1: All right, Jordan, what do you think?
4: Um,
3: you know, cool branding. Uh, he's always got a cool booth at the show. Cool, cool, cool. He, for some reason he has he has this persona that doesn't jive with me. This ironic kind of persona that doesn't come that doesn't come off as friendly. I've uh, smoked the cigars, or not, that neither of them hit with me. Uh, cool that they're made out of hoya, uh, but neither I didn't think either of them were that great. Uh, and. Like I think Coop said, I've never seen him for sale anywhere. Uh, I'm going to go sell.
1: Jordan is going sell on Wildfire. I'm also going sell. Um, you can go ahead and play yeah, my sound, geez. Jordan. I'm selling on this. I, I like Jeremy, but I, I, I don't see him anywhere at all. There's absolutely zero presence, and so I, why even waste pennies until he gets at least some buzz going? All right, this next one could be fire. Um, wildfire? It, yeah, here's the deal. Uh, This next one you would think why is it a penny stock because it's a super big expensive cigar We're talking about Mirafell cigars Uh, I'll go first on this one. I'm gonna totally sell on this one totally sell. I'm gonna sell 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 because here's the deal the video that they put out (laughs) the video that they put out was so ridiculous Uh, it, I I couldn't tell if it was satire. Like, are they making I don't fun of it was. themselves? No. The video. Like, it was you, so oh, I wish I had
3: it to play. It comes up. I don't know if anybody's ever seen the episode of The Office where they actually show the video Michael Skarn makes. Like, um, yeah. you know, he's written the script. The whole up. The whole seat. The whole show.
2: Twenty minutes then, to midnight or yeah. whatever. It was. Yes.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. is that where
3: that cigar name comes from?
6: Threat level midnight. Threat, Threat level midnight. midnight. That's it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> then,
3: like in the video, like. Dwight's like his butler, and he's like a robot, and like you can tell, like yes. it, was, it was filmed by, like in the in this Mirafell video, uh, Reinhardt like comes across like he's like the butler for this guy, and it's it's, it's like exactly like the Office skit. It's it's hilariously it's, terrible. It's
1: the most cringeworthy thing I've ever seen. So Jordan, I myself, I'm assuming I, based on what you just said, you maybe too. I don't know. Yeah, I'm so, uh, <laughs>
3: cringe, so. like well, yeah, I don't even understand it. Like they act like it's the first time that they have a. a brand from Merfell and they already had a brand before it still exists um you know some of the cigars are like one-off bazillion dollar cigars i don't i don't know why they're pushing that who's that for um and then the regular cigar they come out with is another is also like a hundred dollars a stick and it's also one of those weird things where like they have it's all the same line but then one of the sizes is just like two times as expensive as the rest and it's not even like a bigger size or anything there's no explanation as to why it's more expensive. You get it just, an ashtray.
4: It doesn't make any sense. You get an ashtray, Jordan. I'm so. You
1: get an ashtray. All right, Cooper, are you going to buy, hold, or sell uh, Mirafell?
4: A penny stock to make these profit margins on the cigars he's going to make? <laughs> I'm buying, right? Yeah, okay. This, hey. fan, this is a guy. This is a family yes. that's been in the business since the 1800s. I know. Um, and, and look, that packaging. That Look, they're going for they're calling it uber luxury they're going for a segment of the market which is very different and they're doing a lot better job than el is doing it i can tell you that and they have a story behind their brands. um and I, I gotta be honest i haven't bought the 85 dollar cigar yet with the extra i'm waiting for the ones without the extra a little less expensive but but i can't wait to smoke this cigar and like i said when you have a family like this family that's involved right now and <laughs> to me, this is a penny stock to buy, and I—if I can make forty dollars a cigar, you know, yeah. All yeah, right, yeah, but I, it, it, that's it, good. That's good. It was the same family that has the the former brand, and that brand doesn't do very well. I don't think they pushed it. I mean, that brand was not really pushed in the U.S., though. So. Yeah, but I, I think I they, guess I, Jordan's
1: point would be: Why do you think they're gonna?
4: You can't prop, say I'm saying. Why, like why they, do you think they're gonna properly wait, push hey, this one? Right. Well, Placencia was in the same boat, right? So Placencia had brands before they launched Placencia cigars. It, it's kind yeah. of the same analogy. I think they're putting a little more focus into into it right now. All right, All right that's a good
5: yeah. point. All right, yeah. Alex. Yeah, this is so. Um, <laughs> look, you know, I know you know Mirafels It's obviously inherently tied to Fuente, and they're going after this this you know market of high end but look this isn't this isn't Opus X it's not and and I don't I don't that's the market they're kind of going after and it's just not that you know coops waiting for the 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 value cigar which is going to be like $50 and look <laughs> let's let's be real here you know I can't get uh you know double chateau naturals on my shelf how many mirror cigars do you think are going to be floating yeah. around all right so so
1: all right, Matt Ty, what do you say?
6: Yeah, this one's tricky, and I I don't I'm not trying to like weasel my way out of this. But if if we're talking about the U.S. market, I'm saying sell. But but the fact is, uh, most of these are going to be put on shelves in the European market, and that's a different animal altogether. So, um but because we're I mean all of us on this panel right now we're in the United States we're talking about the US market because of that I'm gonna say sell because again I think the market is in the United States is is different as far as the consumers and I don't think the the average consumer base in the United States can withstand another 40 50 80 100 $200 cigar Uh, but the European market is different but for here so to to just narrow it down now for this show sell
2: sell from matt time Emmett, we'll let you uh wrap
1: up Mirafil.
2: yeah it's a it's a hard sell for me too i your first cigar can't cost eighty dollars that's just insane like i know there's a storied history of the family and i, th- I feel like it's a brand that didn't need to exist like if if fuente had just come out with a Mirafil cigar that costs eighty dollars maybe i'd be excited about it like it's this one time, super hard to find. You know, it's yes. like a it's like a rare pink or whatever. Um, I, I may have sought that out, but I haven't smoked this one. I don't know anyone else that has. Like, I don't see any traction there. I, it's just priced out of the market. I, it, it's a hard sell. I will say, I, want, can, I do
3: want to smoke it.
2: If someone gave yes. it to me, I, 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 I would I, smoke I, it. I, I, Absolutely. I just, yeah. just want to do seek a, quick, it out. a
5: quick. I want to do a yeah. quick clarification for the snobs in the uh, in the. In the viewership, we're we're talking about Mirafell cigars, not Mirafell, the you know, the monopoly grower. of, of, yeah, of you know, Cameroon cigars, yes. we're, sure, we're, right. of Cameroon tobacco. We're talking about the cigar, yeah. One.
3: It's maybe the same thing as talking about AJ, like you don't, you either talk about AJ the farm, you talk about AJ the right. factory, right. or you talk about AJ the brand. We're, we're talking right. about the, the brand, brand. Yeah.
1: in this case, all right. Emmett, we're going to let you start off. This is a company that we this is a redo, uh, we had, I think, on the last show. Uh, they're they're you know they're trying to to break through, but they've been making you know some kind of noise. Uh, what do you think about uh, Lampert, uh, Emmett? I'm going to let you start.
2: Yeah, so I I personally really like Lampert. Um, every cigar I've smoked from them has has been great. They they rate super high in our blind panels. I don't think we've given anything below like a 91. We've reviewed like I think three different lines from them. Um, they they're coming out with new releases, uh, but not too many. Like there's enough new stuff to keep me interested, but not so many new releases that it's, uh, boring. Um, and uh, they've got a lot of new distribution happening in other countries. Uh, and they've got the partnership with, uh, with Vlada, uh, Stojanov, is that how you say his name? Uh, really good, really good guy there. Uh, so they've got solid distribution globally, really good cigars. Um, it's a buy for me.
6: Buy
1: for him. There you go, folks. Uh, Matt Tai.
6: Um, I have to say sell, for this brand because I genuinely have no I mean I've have I heard of the brand in the last six months yes have I ever seen them on any store shelf no have I ever seen them listed on any uh, online retailers uh, website no Um, have I heard a lot of buzz about them in social media or through like venues like smoke night live no so because of that I have to say so
1: it's sell from that time. How about that cigar? All right, Alex, smoke in the goat. What do you say?
5: All right, so I'm going to buy, and I'm going to buy because it's a penny stock. You know, this is a brand that I don't really know anything about. and um, But, you know, I, I keep seeing articles about it, you know, and I, and I feel like there's something bubbling there. Again, this may not be big. But, I mean, look, personally for me, if if I go and ask Abe, like, hey, what's up with Lampert Cigars? What do you know about them? I mean, it, it's,
4: it's got to be a buy for me at a penny stock price.
1: Alright, there you go. Uh, what do you think, Coop?
4: You know, last time I had these guys as a buy, but now I'm, I'm flipping it to a sell. Oh. And the reason, look, I I, I, I know of only one retailer that has this cigar for sale. I'm sure there are others, but I just don't know them. And the fact that I don't see this on the shelves, yes, they're moving it in Europe, but you got you got to be able to, to move these cigars in the U.S. and I believe they've been at both TPE and PCA. Am I right or wrong on that? You're right. You're right. I know. So where are these cigars? Like there obviously there's something not clicking in the U.S. market with this right now. Mm. So to me this is just it's it's I want to try these cigars. They look very intriguing and stuff. And I for it's sure it's bad not that But it's kind of like wildfire. They're not on the shelves, and but they've had opportunity to get on the shelves. So so.
1: All right, Jordan, thoughts?
4: Um, yeah, these guys, I don't know too much about them. I haven't
3: smoked one of their cigars, but I do see some buzz on social, and especially Dojaverse. Like, uh, guys ask me to add their cigars a lot. Uh, guys have been messaging me that they're good. I, I got to trust my Dojaverse boys on this one. You know, you got to take a gamble on one of these penny stocks, so I'll go buy on this one.
1: Jordan's going to go buy on this one. I like that. That's good. Uh, me and Jordan are going to separate on this. I'm going to sell. Uh, I don't I don't see this going uh, anywhere unless they make some dramatic changes. So I'm going to sell on this, although uh, th- that does uh, sort of give them the aggregate uh, buy. So good on Lampert. Hopefully it works out for them. I'm selling. Uh, all right. The next one I'll start with. Sh- is, is this how you say it, Emmett? Shigoi? I li-
2: literally have no idea how to say Shigui? it. Shigui? Shugui? Is all right, a,
1: uh, Shugui. All right. So this guy got out of the industry. Scotts is a Shigui. He got out yeah. of the industry. He's back in the industry. Um, total sell for me. Uh, you, you got to stick around for a while if you're gonna, if you're gonna get me to buy, spend even a, a dime on your stock. So uh, I'm a sell. And Jordan, what do you think?
3: Uh, I've never smoked one. Um, they seemed cool back in the day, but since they left and came back, I don't think they came back with anything special. Uh, other than like a warped endorsement. Um,
4: I guess got to go sell on it. I don't know too much about it. All
1: right, Coop, what do you think?
4: This is one I would not even put a penny into it. So I don't have nothing to sell. <laughs> this is this is a guy who didn't just get out of the industry. He disappeared. He fell off the map, right? And his own distributor didn't even know what happened to him. I could tell you that, okay? And the cigars weren't that good a few years ago. I mean, he had one cigar the premier edition, which was okay. But everything after that, he got one good review from Half Wheel, and he thought he was the greatest thing to come along. (laughs) Gone. If you gone and you disappear like that, like Danny Vasquez, you're never going to get in my portfolio.
7: (laughs) Shots fired. You're
4: done. I I didn't even know he was back. I didn't even know he was back until when I started Googling and doing some research. That's how – I didn't even know about this. Some bro. fire
1: from Coop. All
4: right, Alex, what I mean, do you think? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, get him, Coop.
5: I mean, listen, bro, you guys couldn't even pronounce it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you make a valid point, sir. I
5: mean, once again, if I gotta Google it, uh, sell, sell. Uh, what is it? Who? Is it? I don't. I don't know. No.
1: All right, so All right. sell from Alex uh, Matt uh, What do you think?
6: Well, I don't. I don't mean to keep doing this, but can I add another? Uh, one instead of buy, sell, throw away. Can this on this one? Can I say who? <laughs> and I don't. I, I mean the fact. And I I say that jokingly because I have smoked a couple of the cigars, but it was probably five years ago, the last time I smoked one of their cigars. I haven't heard a peep from them, in forever, and and I haven't heard a peep from anybody else who, who really kind of uh, publicizes the the active cigar market. So it's a sell
2: a sell from Matt Uh Emmett, I'll let you wrap up uh, shigui. I don't care what you guys say. For a penny, I'm we- buying this one. All right. All right. All right. All well, whatever. I, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> back in the day, the Dose 77, I really liked it. It was a good cigar. Yeah, the, yeah. I haven't had the new version, but I've heard good things. Good stuff. Uh, there's there's like a cool mysteriousness about the brand like I think the the kind of disappearing thing kind of adds to the mystique a little bit. Yeah. So there's not really a lot of knowns, which I think is kinda interesting. So for a penny, I'm gonna buy it. And the distribution thing with warped, it could be it could take off. Who knows? I'm I'm gonna buy it. All
1: right. Good enough. Um All right, we have one last penny stock before we move on to the final five. And I believe mm. in the final five there are three that are gonna be very controversial. Mm. Um but uh let's do the final penny stock. Uh Emmett, I'll start with you. Uh this is a company out of Mexico. Yeah. Uh Costa 1910. Aww. They were at the show a few years back with a, a really interesting, neat booth. Uh, what do you think about Casa 1910? Are you going to buy, hold, sell?
2: Okay. Casa 1910. The last year I would have been a buy. I was really excited about it. Had, we, I've smoked several of the cigars since then, and every time it's just kind of mediocre to me. Like, it's average. It, everything about it, the cigars are average to me. It hasn't scored well blind. Uh, we've, we've reviewed... Their first blend two different times both times you got like 88 89 which is just kind of average we reviewed their their new one they came out with this year it scored average I'm just not excited about it anymore like I, the cigar quality for me is the biggest thing and I, I don't think it's there like I really wanted to like this brand and I wanted to be on board and I was excited about it last year um, and and this year I, I wanted to be too but at this point it's a sell all right uh, Matt Ty, what do you think about Casa 1910
6: yeah, Emmett really really hit it that, that at the trade show in 2021 was the first time we heard about them. And I'll be honest here. They gave us a 10-count box of their cigars to bring home and asked us to try them. And I gave some to some of the other guys here. And I, I smoked over the course of about eight months I smoked five of those cigars and I'm not lying and I'm not being mean here I'm just being honest every single cigar from that box that I smoked tasted different it mm-hmm. smelled different it yeah. burned different and they, they all look the same but it, uh, there was the consistency I just couldn't find the consistency and for me as a smoker and I know a lot of the consumers they want that cons- they, they want to know when they reach for that cigar it's going to taste the same every time and I didn't get that from it, so I'm going to say sell.
1: Sell from Matt Tye. There you go, Alex the goats. What do you think? All right, this is a sell for me
5: too. Um, <laughs> look, just being honest, if if Coop didn't visit and talk about it on KMA last week, I, I would have never heard of this brand. You know, uh, they're coming out of Mexico, which is you know hard to do in the first place. You know, so I just feel like they got. I don't see them. I don't know them. They got a hard place to come out of. Sell. So.
1: All right, sell from Alex. What do you think, Coop? You were just there visiting. Coop was there.
3: Coop's buying. You know,
4: great, great guys. Great guys. A real great group of guys. Uh, great ownership team. They, they look. They hosted me down there, um, and I had a great time, and it really kind of exposed me to the Mexican culture. But they are struggling with distribution here right now, or at least their distribution. It doesn't seem like it's taken off yet, and their price points are high. Yeah. And I just think they need to address the price point issue. It's not, I, I actually think they have some very good cigars. I think that the new Dominican series is gonna be good for them, but I can't until they have to address that price point issue. They gotta get something around the ten dollar range, the nine to ten dollar range, if they're gonna have any any chance of making it in this particular market. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a sell I, I i say that with a heavy heart you can hold Coop, no you haven't crazy. held no he sold. Coop, you haven't too held. no 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 i i i can't hold it until they address the pro- i mean i don't know when when that price points until they address so. all right fair and enough I, it's so holding it is not the answer
1: all right jordan what do you think
4: um they i want to like them they they have cool branding
3: uh i like the fact that you know like you don't see too many mexican brands you know outside of the uh Tehran family. Um, they're one of these guys, these these brands that has like, it's too hard to figure out what what I'm about to smoke. Like they have two two lines, one's in a orange band, one's in a green band. But within those bands, each band each sub band has a different like name for the size yeah. on and they're different and, blends. They're different blends. That, that's what I'm saying. They're different blends. Yeah. Like you might find like in the green line one wrapped natural and one wrapped Maduro. Like I want the. I need to understand what your what your line is. The orange should be this, and the green should be that.
2: It's a huge pet peeve of mine too. Different different Vitolas with different blends is a huge pet peeve of mine.
3: Yeah, um, and uh, you know, like Matt said, smoke. I've smoked quite a few of them. Very inconsistent. Some are some are decent. uh, Most of them are below decent. I will go sell.
1: All right, I'll wrap up uh, Casa nineteen ten. I have to agree with Matt when we first. Ha- saw them at the show, and they gave me some cigars at the show in 2021 or whatever that was. It was literally the worst cigar I smoked <laughs> in that show. Not even close. Like it, it tasted like it wasn't even prepared to to be smoked yet. Like it was, it didn't taste aged. I feel like they're getting better, and and I, I I'm rooting for them. Um I am but, too. but I gotta, I can't invest any money until I see. Maybe a year or two of them On the right track with the cigar itself Like the branding is great, the guys are great All that stuff is great But you gotta come out with some good cigars At a good price, and so far they haven't done that Therefore for me It is a sell, All right, we are down to the last Five folks, buy, hold, or sell I guarantee you Three of these five are somewhat controversial And we're gonna start with one of those Right off the get-go, which is a redo We do these every time, so I'll start Room 101 uh, Matt Booth selling to General, um, and we're looking at it as it sits right now. Um, I, I kind of don't know where this is going with Matt. Uh, is he is he, is he he going to bring something to the table? Is he going to add to uh, General's portfolio, or is this a brand that's just going to fade away in a couple years? I have to go with my gut feel on this one and say sell. I don't want to sell because I love Matt Booth. Uh, but for me, right now, where Room 101 sits, it's it's a sell for me. Um, I haven't really liked uh, many Room 101s in the last couple years. The cigar itself, the quality of the cigar, I haven't been a huge fan of. So I got to sell. Jordan, what do you think about Room 101?
3: Yeah, I think I said basically the same thing last time we did them. Is if we're if we're talking about Matt Booth, it's a buy. If, if we're talking about Room 101, it's a sell. Uh, I haven't liked almost, almost, I can't even think of a cigar that I liked since he came back and was 2017. Um, He's moving between too many factories with his brand. Uh, Hard to keep the consistency with that. Uh, And then I think he lost what he had with the cool factor by going to general. So it's a sell.
1: All right, Coop, uh, what do you think about uh, Room 101 brand?
4: I'm going to use my first hold here. Ah, there we go. So... It, this would be a sell if it wasn't for two people, uh, Justin Andrews and Matt Boots, And I'll put Chris Tarr in there as well, uh, who Justin reports into it. They're great guys, and I have a lot of belief in what those guys are. And in fairness, the releases that Matt came out with this year, these were projects that were in the works before uh, the transition happened. So we really haven't seen what the transition is going to do yet. And uh, I was a buy with Matt last time, so I believe in that brain trust that's there. But I want to see what they come out with um, before I decide I'm going to buy more. And if I don't like what I see, then it it will be a sell.
1: So a hold for Coop. What do you think, Alex, from Smoke In? What do you think about Room 101? So I'm buying Room 101. Um, Look, I I think
5: the brand is in a better place now than it has been with previous manufacturers or or distributors. Um, Room 101, the Forest Nicaragua was a good cigar to me. Yeah. And um you know and keep in mind we keep saying in general Room 101 is actually under forged and like for right now it it's looking <laughs> like that uh, there there's a difference there's a difference we're talking Justin Andrews and it looks like the, they're they're kind of like pushing that as their front mark right now you know that that's the one getting all the play for the moment yeah. from forged so I'm going to buy.
1: All right, I like that. Good good uh good comments. What do you think Matt Time?
6: I am buying Room 101 and um Boofy is a beautiful human being and Boofy will, will uh, he will find a way to, to lure and entice the masses into his, uh, you know, his intricate web of lusciousness. And (laughs) he is uh, and, and combine that with, with, with the, the financial power of STG and combine that with the marketing brain of, Justin Andrews and I think you've got a winner on your hands.
1: All right, it's a buy from Matt uh, Emmett. Wrap up uh, room 101 for us.
2: I'm gonna burn my second hold on this one. Uh, Coop nailed it for me. Like, I just don't really know what's gonna happen. So uh, the uncertainty there, like, what what's gonna happen with the old brands? Are they gonna you know change to General Tobacco General Factories? Uh, the new new stuff? It's all gonna be you know General. I just there's just isn't enough known there I love Matt Booth he's one of my favorite people in the industry but the brand itself is just uh, in flux right now so I'm gonna have to hold it alright um, Emmett's gonna hold it sounds like
1: Alex you have like a it sounds like there's a kitchen uh, in your, <laughs> <so> <laughs> your kitchen, uh, in dishes behind they're you they're burning ice back there <laughs> <laughs> knock it up
6: alright uh, try to do uh, a show here let's, <laughs> yeah.
1: let's start the next let's start the next brand with Emmett <laughs> Emmett uh JC Newman what are your thoughts on JC Newman buy hold or
2: sell JC Newman is pretty much always going to be a buy for me Uh, they're one of the the big companies that is always doing it right Uh, they're always coming out with new stuff that I find exciting personally Um, everything they they send us is well reviewed and well received I think they're they're on point with their media game they're on point with their tobacco game and their cigar profile fits with mine Um, and they're they're a big company that has a lot of huge partnerships I think they're they're too big to fail, and I don't think they're in, in risk of failing. So it's always JC Newman's great. I love it. Always a buy. It's a buy for him. It's uh, Matt time.
6: Agree. Strong buy for JC Newman. They have they have fantastic history. Uh, they've they've got they've got uh, uh, family legacy. They've got great marketing people leading the charge. They've got engagement, uh, and they have they have great partners also with. Um, with the Fuente family, so strong buy.
1: All right, uh, Alex.
5: I'm going buy on this one. So, look, J.C. Newman, uh, is there ever going to be anything that everybody goes nuts for? No, um, but they're a steady company. You know, their their cigars are, are always of a good quality. You know, they're, they're another one of those that they'll just... Consistently be on a good trajectory, and we got to remember something else too. You want to start talking about uh, you know bundles and machine-made cigars. I mean, these guys are oh. major players.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yes. yes. So it's a buy from the goats. All
4: right, Coop. What do you think about JC Newman? Yeah, I was going to mention the whole thing, the bundle thing, and Quorum Malone is is their uh, their monster there. You know, they've been. I really like what Drew Newman's been doing. Um, he's kind of transforming the the company from even a tobacco standpoint. And then just the whole thing they're doing in Tampa, you know, they, they've opened up the factory. They're, they're going to be renovating that hotel. They really are committed. They are great at getting into the mainstream media, by the way. They just have connections with the local Tampa media, that, so they really do a good job of promoting their brand. I like the fact that they're not afraid to go back and say, hey, we want to make the Black Diamond cigar even better. Or we want to go back and redo Pearl de Del Mar, and we want to redo El Baton. They, they haven't been afraid to do that. To me, the American is what maybe not be the biggest money-making project, but I think it does a lot for them as a company as a whole. Easy buy.
1: It's an Easy buy for Coop. Jordan, what do you think about JC Newman?
3: Uh, yeah, I think Coop pretty much hit on everything there. Um, I, I like how uh, I, whether it's Drew Newman or whoever, but I, I like how they're kind of doing a Terrence Riley slow, methodical rebrand. They don't have to just yep. overhaul everything at once, but you know, year after year, their Baton's cool now, and and not only do they give it a nice brand makeover, but they, with Perla Damar and Baton and Black Diamond, they boosted up the uh, body a little bit. Um, I yep. thought on this new Black Diamond, it was really good. Like I was, me too. And yeah. I love the
4: old one. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. I was so so on
3: the old one, but this new one was like, wow! Like, I would sp- I would spend the extra money on that. Yep. Um, yeah, definitely. And then just like Coop said, like the, the stuff they're doing in Tampa, actually making it like sort of a cigar safari that we can actually go to in in tampa that's that's just great um uh, it's definitely buy here
1: solid buy for jordan i'm going to just echo what everybody else said i'm buying jc newman i love the new black diamond Jeez, it's such a good cigar and i have to kind of agree with jordan in the sense that i wasn't a huge black diamond fan so when the new one came out i kind of wasn't really sure what to think of it and the box is like if you see a picture of the box it does not do it justice when you have the box in your hands, it is absolutely gorgeous, and the cigar is fantastic, so I'm a super solid uh, buy on J.C. Newman. All right, three brands to go, I'll start. The next one is Cavalier. I love what Cavalier is doing. I I love, I had one of the the white label in, in, um, at uh, Caribbean Cigar when I was down in in, uh, Miami not too long ago. That cigar is freaking amazing. It was so, it totally blew my mind uh i'm not i don't really like the branding on the new one what is the new one called the, the inner, inner, circle. inner circle oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like the way that looks at all i think it is it not a great look to that cigar but the cigar itself is really good and i think with what brian Matola is doing with them and the fact that they're like vertically integrating themselves as much as possible uh for me uh cavalier is a solid buy jordan what do you think about cavalier
3: so i give you a buy on that one there we go uh yeah i, I pretty much mirror that um uh, you know, at first it was kind of like, oh, that's the weird brand that has a gold diamond on it. Uh, but now, you know, they have their own factory. Um, you're right; the inner circle is kind of like a knockoff All Out Kings kind of a look to it. Uh, but other than that, uh, they do seem to be getting they're getting a lot of buzz. Um, they're they're kind of homing in on their on the portfolio year after year and just making it more solid. Um, they're fun; I like
4: it. I'll buy. All
1: right, Coop, what do you think about Cavalier?
4: Yeah, they're a buy for me as well. Um, you know, not only did they, did they take the move into the factory, now they've just opened a distribution hub in Honduras, and they're making use of the UPS method to get uh, to ship directly from factory to store. So they're doing fulfillment out of Honduras. I think that's a, a good strategic move. That's a great program that they put in place. Uh, I like that they've done some, you know, if you notice they did a little bit of rebranding on uh, one of their lines, uh, the USA line. The inner circle was interesting because it's a very floral cigar, and normally I don't like floral cigars. And I'm like, this was pretty good. You know, it's something that I could get into, as well. So I think this is—it's going to be a buy with longer-term, longer-term returns. So I'm going to have to be a little patient with it. Sure. But I think I think, uh, and I think you mentioned Brian Matola as well. Brian has done a fantastic job. I think he's exactly what Sebastian needed, uh, as well.
1: All right. So good it's a, a solid buy from Coop. What do you think, Alex? I'm going to sell. Oh, <laughs> oh <Alex. laughs> Goat. All right. Goat. Listen, hear,
5: hear, me out. Hear me out, man. You know, look, Cavaliers is a good company. They make good cigars, you know, it's, it's a solid brand. Um, but are they ever going to be anything more than where they stand? You know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think they are what they are. It's, it's a good brand. Look, Brian's been there for over a year, you know, uh, The brand is what it is. It was a good brand a year ago. People knew about it. I think everybody got over the, you know, gold star thing. You know, people know Cavalier for what it is, but I don't know that it's going to be much more than what it is at current moment, not to knock it, but I I don't know that it makes any upward trajectory.
1: So the goat sells the goat sells. All right, uh, Matt, Ty, what do you think about Cavalier?
6: I'm for now I'm going to sell. (laughs) no <laughs> wow. I, 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 I do go. believe I do believe there's potential for the future but I'm seeing so one of the things you see that that we've seen over the last 10 15 years with boutique brands that really that really get a following like an army of, of uh, loyal customers there's a there's a super tight consistency of branding. And we've seen that, and we can. I'm sure we're all thinking of a name of a brand in our heads right now that has that consistency of branding and look and feel and and uh, and all that. And Cavalier. I, I've smoked a number of their cigars, and and they're they're pretty good blends. But from the standpoint of consistency of branding and. Um, tying that in with with a, a future of of sort of an army of customers that are going to be your loyal people i don't know if they're there yet i think they may be in the future but as of right now because of that i'm gonna sell all right
1: matt I sells uh, what do you think emmett you can wrap up cavalier so i
6: i
2: actually really liked what they did with the inner circle i it was so different on every level like the cigar itself was different from anything else in their portfolio the the Look and feel is totally different, and I respect that. Like, try something new. I, I dig it. I, I like what they're doing. I think they're making all the right moves in terms of. You guys mentioned it already, but the their own factory, their own distribution. They're sitting there, they're sit they're planting their feet solidly. I think it's a, it's only up from here for that company, I, and the, the cigars are good. They're really good. So, yeah, that's a buy for me. Emmett is buying Cavalier. Um, all right, we have two left,
1: and I saved these two. It's in gonna ten- get weird. <laughs> I saved these two brands intentionally uh,
7: Awkward. <laughs> um,
1: and and they are they'll probably be forever or I, I shouldn't say forever intertwined. They'll be intertwined for the next couple years until one of them is gone, probably. Uh, Emmett, we're gonna start with you, <coughs> one of them's gone. and what do you think? Would you buy hold or sell Crowned Heads?
2: Yeah this this whole thing like. I've never seen a, a relationship so publicly Ooh. crash and burn in the cigar world. Like, it's just unprecedented, the, the shit show. I like, guess, sorry. <laughs> but that, that's the only word to describe, like, what happened it's between PG those two companies. Now, like, I'm that's sorry. I right. know you're good. It is, it is crazy what's gone on between them. So, I'm going to, maybe it's cowardly, but I'm going to give it a hold for Crownheads just because I have oh. no freaking clue, like, what what's oh, going to happen with, with that company. Because, like, so many of their brands and everything is intertwined with the ace prime luciano like where are they going to make their cigars now how are they going to do things going forward is totally unknown so uh, crown heads in the past i think i've always said buy. um yeah so uh, the brand itself i i like personally the cigars i've always enjoyed but this whole thing was just insane and i can't i can't give it a, a buy with what's going on so i'm gonna i'm gonna say hold all right uh Emmett holds. Matt, Ty, what are your thoughts on Crown Heads?
6: Yeah, this, Emmett really really hit the nail on the head that this has been a very ugly situation in the public sphere, but because Crown Heads has a a longer track record um, and I'm not going to give away anything uh, for what's coming after this but because of the track record the Crown Heads has, because they uh, they're one of those brands like I mentioned before that has that I believe they have that army of loyal followers behind them and I think their blends have been very consistent and I know that that's you know there's going to be factory changes and all that going forward but because of the people they have uh, as part of their sales force and their marketing and and all that and because of the track record i'm gonna still say bye on crown heads because i think they are going to um i believe uh wholeheartedly that they're going to weather the you know the storm that that they have found themselves embroiled in and uh i think the waves are going to calm down after a while uh, and and a few years from now we're gonna be saying oh you remember that thing that happened between those two brands and it'll sort of be an afterthought all
1: right so Matt is gonna buy on Crown heads what do you think Alex from Smoke in So whoa look look,
7: I, look I, got,
5: <laughs> I got I got two reasons two reasons number one right now look everybody's talking about the drama nobody's talking about cigars. Nobody's talking about the cigars. The, the drama is the only topic that anybody cares about number two, look for me like when you release 30 limited editions a year you cannibalize your own limited editions I mean that's just my take on it so
1: Sell so for Alex and it seemed like a, a quick a quick decision uh, what do you think about uh, Crown heads
4: you know the um I believe in the brain trust and and the, the team that they have in place there. Uh, John Huber, Mike Condor uh, Brian McGee of course Miguel Shodell these guys, are, are, they have some of the best staff out there they've been do- at this for a decade they have also been able to pivot when certain factories have not been able to give them production, so they've, they've done a good job at pivoting, but there's to, there's a couple of big question marks on two of their very, very successful lines right now um, and that is Juarez and Mil Diaz, which have you could argue they've been very, very successful for Crown Heads, and there's with where are they, what's happening with that? And, that? and until that factory situation straightened out, now they moved um, Le Petitier to Noxa, but they have to address those two lines for me um, before I'm ready to buy them again, so I'm going to give them a hold here because mm. I do believe in the Brain Trust, and I think they have a lot of experience in this area, but um, and if maybe in six months when they resolve that, I'll be back to
6: buying them.
1: Wow. Jordan, I got to tell you. Yes. Crownheads' fate is basically in your hands. <laughs> <Nope>. No pressure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jordan, what would you buy, hold, or sell Crownheads? Well,
3: okay. This this ain't Crownheads' first Rodeo, boys. Um, yep. They have been the one of the best brands I've ever seen at pivoting factories and still yep. coming out on top every single time. And not to mention – I think people are too attached to this this most recent factory like I I don't think the most the majority of the best crown head cigars came out of that factory anyways. I mean Mildias I Dias agree was I agree with great. you on that too. Yeah. Mildios is great. It, it was our top thir- thir- three cigar a couple years ago. Uh in the in the years following I found a lot of inconsistencies in that cigar. Um Juarez I know is popular but it was never in my jam. I think Noxa could easily do Juarez I don't know about Dios. I don't know where that's going to end up. Uh, but you know they, they've got my father churning out uh, some great cigars. They've got E.P. Carrillo. They, they know how to do this. It's not uh, the biggest deal. Crown Heads is
4: fine. But
1: Jordan's a <laughs> buy on Crown but, Heads. Jo-
4: saves Crown Heads.
1: He's, he saves Crown Heads at least for now. Uh, I'll 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 wind up Crown Heads. I I sort of feel torn. <laughs> I really do feel torn. Not not because. I think that everything that Jordan just said was like hundred percent accurate, but I have to judge them based on right now like i can i I can assume that maybe that they're gonna come up with you know a a savior to some of these good brands like Juarez and mildiaz. I can assume that, but I don't know that. I don't really know what's gonna happen so and, and remember i'm I'm trying to I'm trying to tell the viewers where they should invest their money, and so I have to be very careful if I say. If I say bye, because they're just in such flux.
3: Even so, if Crown Heads had never even gone with Pachato in the first place. Yeah. Like they, I, you would, they would be, we'd be in the same boat and you'd, it would be a bye. I would say like, I do. What are we losing?
1: I do feel like what something that Jordan said was really, really, I think spot on was I think some of the cigars that they did uh, with Ace Prime were some of their worst cigars. So it could theoretically be that this, this is a good thing for Crown Heads. And so the best I can do with Crown Heads is hold. I'll use my second hold on Crown Heads because I trust, just like Coop, I trust in Miguel, I trust in John Huber, I trust those, the, the, the leadership. So for that, I'm going to hold. All right, we're down to our last brand, our last company. And uh, the last company I'll start with is, uh, it's Luciano Cigars. So this is the company that, um, that they came up with after the big split. Um, you know, I've gone back and forth on this. Like, I, I feel, I, 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 sometimes I'm like, you know, who's, who's really to blame here? Like, I try to figure out in my mind, like, who's really to blame here? Like, I really like Luciano. He's a great guy. But then sometimes he says these things that make me wonder, like, is he just like totally BSing his way through this? And I kind of feel like, like, I don't see this brand lasting more than six to eight months. Like, I'm sorry, Luciano. Like, for me, I would say r- get out of this brand as fast as you can. Run, take your money and run as fast as you can. It, prove me wrong, Luciano. I hope you do. I hope you prove me wrong. But right now, I feel like this is the strongest sell that I've s- said in this entire show wow. is just because I. I don't know what is gonna happen, and I'm really worried that that what what where he's gonna go from here so for me this is the super strong sell Jordan, what do you think about Luciano cigars?
3: yeah, I think you're right like it kind of makes you think like how who's to blame in all this um, obviously it seemed like Luciano was the one starting the <laughs> the controversy here and so you in, instinctively kind of go to Making him seem like the bad guy, um, and then the name change—it's like—is he? I, I don't know. Like, there's word that he—he's not even involved with the factory anymore, like because of that. Um, like, why else would he? Why else would he change the—the the name? It just seems like an ego kind of a trip. Like, Does he
1: even have a factory? We don't even really don't, know that. I
3: don't think so. Um, so yeah, I don't know where he's even going. I Crown Heads has lots of avenues to fall back on. I don't know what he's got to fall back on. If he's Maybe he's still with Pichardo that he could be okay, but I was never the biggest fan of those m- most of those blends anyways. Um, but And then maybe not. Maybe he maybe he has to go to the new factory. And for him to go to the new factory, that's a lot more of... Uh, uh, that's going to hurt his brand a lot more than Crown Heads. I've got to go sell on this one.
1: Alright, Jordan's going to sell. Coop, this is your time to shine, baby.
4: So... Let's first address the drama. And the drama, the questions I have with the drama are the factory. I, I just have questions with that, and that, that's got to resolve itself. I don't have a problem with Luciano wanting to strike out on his own and uh, come up with his own portfolio, you know, his own distribution. I went on the website, and I looked at under cigars what he has. And he has Luciano, Fiat Lux, Mas Agnes, and Maria Lucia. Now, if we went back about three or four months ago, a lot of us were saying Mas Ignis and Maria Lucia were two of the best cigars at the trade show. So this guy, I mean, he, he obviously he knows tobacco, and he obviously has done a very good job because those, those were very, very good cigars. I'm wondering why Maria Lucia was even on the website because I thought that was a PCA exclusive, right? So that's kind of making me wonder a bit. But he lost a lot. I mean, where are these... He had a big investment in the Pachardo brands beforehand. There were all those Pachardo cigars. They're... No longer in the portfolio, so he's lost. He's lost his, a lot of SKUs that he could sell, and I don't think this is a case where leaner is better. Um, I'm not sure what's happening with the MX series, MXS series, with the uh, with the athletes he's doing. You know, I just it's a different case. I think you you said it. You know, Crown Heads has been they've been d- into this rodeo before. This is new territory for Luciano, and I'm just not ready to put my money in- into this. So this is a sell for me.
1: Let's go and sell. Ah, let's go to Alex Smoke in the Goat. What do you say about uh, Luciano Cigars?
5: All right, man. So look, you know, as of December sixteenth, twenty twenty-two, I have to sell this one. You know, look, that that could change in the future, but um, look, once again, you know, all the talk is about the drama. None of the talk is about the cigars, and that's unfortunate. But listen, it, it it is what it is you know and, and look you buy stability and there's just too many questions out there that look whether they're valid questions or not you know perception is reality and these are yeah. questions that people have and it all surrounds the drama none of it surrounds the cigars so there's just not enough stability there right now for me to buy
1: Alex is going. Oh, sounds like a hard sell uh, Matt Ty what do you think about uh, Luciano cigars
6: because of all the flux that's been happening um, and I think I don't remember exact. I think I've only used one hold so far. I'm gonna use another hold on Luciano cigars. Wow! Now Do you, I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, he's, I'll, okay. I'll, he's, he's only used I'll one hold. I'll say that. I'll say that. You know, I I, I always approach and, and and Garrett and Justin here. Uh, At how about how about that cigar? We we try to approach things kind of pragmatically. You know, we the fact is we want everybody to succeed. But the, all the, all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes, you know there, there's really we, we can have we can throw around conjecture and guesses and, and that kind of thing about what's really going on behind the scenes. but the fact is none of us really know what's going on behind the scenes you know and those arguments and the with the lawyers and all the, all the crap that's going on behind the scenes. So but I, I have enjoyed a lot of the blends that have had his name on them yep. in the past and uh, I uh, but I'm because of the fact that there's a shorter uh, there's a shorter tenure with the brand and him as a as a face of a company um, and I'm not sure what's going to happen in the, in the future with where cigars are produced and how they're produced and things like that um, strictly because of that, I'm going to say hold because I don't know what the future is going to bring. Uh, but I'm hopeful. So that's all I can say.
1: All right, Emmett, now you've used all of your holds. Yep. You have no holds. So you can only buy Sucker. or you can only sell
2: <laughs> uh, Luciano cigars. What do you thought? So I'm not going to lie. This was the, the hardest one for me to pick one. And I didn't want to hold on this one. I'm going to rock the boat. I'm gonna go with buy.
7: Whoa! And I'll, whoa. Tell you, I'll tell you why.
2: He's made a lot of bold moves, like changing the name, changing factories. That, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the new name of the factory is Luciano Cigar Factory. So I think he he owns it, right? Like I, that's well, no, but that's the problem. There's questions whoa. about the factory. It's, it's not Pachardo. It's no, something I, I else. No, I think it's Luciano Cigar Factory. And so I, he's, I, he's he's at least a majority owner in that thing. So I think he's got a factory. He's got his own brand now. He's got some fantastic cigars. Like we were just saying, like the two of the most talked about cigars were the Maria Lucia and the um uh, Ma at the last trade show. So he's got the cigars, he's making bold moves. I'm gonna bet that it pays off. I think it I think he comes out a winner.
1: Wow. That's a bold move, Cotton. We'll see if it pays <laughs> off. Um <laughs> All right, so let's let's do a little read. Uh, do a little a uh, uh, review here. So yeah. e- Emmett was the only uh, bullish buyer wow. at sixty two point five. So you were the only one that was uh, bullish all the way through. Emmett, okay. you're a positive guy. That's it. That's not a bad quality. Uh, the next highest was Jordan with forty two point five. No way. I'm yeah. always the lowest. But you sorry. are bearish still, <laughs> since you're under fifty percent. You yeah. are bearish. Whew. Um, <laughs> all three, Coop, Alex, and Matt were at 40%. Oof. So they're all bearish. Um
2: I didn't think I'd be the most positive here, guys. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: know. And and I was at the rock bottom with only 35, so I'm the I'm the most bearish of all. But let's talk about the brands real quick. Uh Lost and Found aggregate. Lost and found uh scored a sixty percent, so they are a buy. Uh El Septimo. Now this is when we're combining all of our scores. Do
3: you want me to do the graphics on these that's, was, no, that's monotonous. That's Everybody. monotonous.
1: It uh, was only at 20, so that's a sell. Uh, Southern Draw came in at 30 points, which is a sell. Warped came in at 30, which is a sell. Avo came in at 30, which is a sell. CAO came in with a zero. Ooh, Big
2: ol' egg. Is that the lowest?
1: I Ouch. believe that's they the only, only one Ouch. that Ooh. came in completely. Uh, so don't this is my surprise one. face.
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I gotta get you on it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, La was close they were only at 10 mm. so that's d- a definite sell EP Korea was a buy at 120 they got a, a, a perfect score from everybody
3: Got
1: 120% as did um, well I don't know You're, uh, you made the spreadsheet math so. is hard guys uh, Boveda and quality also scored 120 so they were they also got all all of that and our penny stocks wildfire scored a 40 so they're a sell Merrifield Fell scored a 20 there, a sell. Uh, Lampert was the only penny stock that was a buy at 60. Wow. Um, Shigoi was a sell at 20. Oh, we have another. There's a, there's another zero. Oh, yeah. Casa 1910 was a zero, so that's a sell. Uh, in our controversial ones, well, some of these, uh, Room 101 ended up being a buy at 60. Oh, JC wow. Newman was a buy at 120. Um, Cavalier was a buy at 80. Crown Heads was a buy at 70, and then we ended up with Luciano Cigars, which was a sell at 30. Um, So there you go, folks. Hey guys, to wrap up this show, it's Christmas coming up. Um, I didn't ask all the guys this question, so some of these guys aren't gonna be prepared, but Coop, I know you're prepared. Christmas is coming up, and I know you're a music guy. What is your favorite Christmas song, Coop, and what is the best version of it, and what is your least favorite song and what version of it do you hate the most? Coop, What do you What do you say?
4: So uh, my favorite Christmas song is "The Little Drummer Boy," and you've got to go with the Bing Crosby, David, David Bowie, Bowie interpretation yes. of that. That is <laughs> such I mean, you
1: know. a good. That is such a good oh, it makes version. Makes my stomach hurt. No, come on! <laughs> that's I amazing. Love that. I, that's like
2: being the smartest kid on the that. short bus. That song is terrible.
1: <laughs> no, that's great. Oh, Are you
4: kidding? Oh, I hate that song. Bing Crosby and David Bowie.
2: Ugh.
7: Oh, I'm I remember sorry, watching
4: that special on TV. Ugh. I mean, I was old enough. I mean, I'm old enough to remember that on t- It was beautiful, and it just. Yes. I think that was right before Bing died too. I think it was one of his last TV appearances. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Now, yeah, co- so that's-
1: I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna give up my best one right now too because it's similar. I my favorite Christmas song is White Christmas, but done by Bing Crosby. Like that A, version, another, solid of that song yeah. is yeah. amazing. But now, Coop, what what yeah. what's your least favorite Christmas song, and the the version of it that just turns your stomach?
4: Oh, this is easy. Grandma got run over by... A <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. That's a horrible song. Terrible. That's a horrible song. The vocals are terrible. The song is stupid. Um, I, I, I don't know if anyone else has covered it, but it can't be worse than that 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 Elmo and Patsy version. In the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible.
1: All right, Alex, what's your favorite Christmas song and the best version of it?
5: All right, well... Look, I'm a hip-hop kid, and there is only one hip-hop Christmas song, and that's Christmas in Hollis by Run-D.M.C. Great, yeah. Song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, with, yeah. great song. Yeah,
1: fantastic.
6: Great song. Great song. I mean, He's agree in with. Die Hard, yeah, it's, too, right? It's, like, it's, like, it, 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 yeah, it's it, it was in Die Hard. No, I,
1: I
2: meant It is the only hip-hop
6: Christmas song.
2: Great song.
6: All
1: right, what about your – talked about it on Jukebox, yeah. What about your least favorite? All right, so hear me
5: out. My least favorite is a little bit of a rant. The worst Christmas song ever is – I saw Mama kissing Santa Claus. Listen,
7: come on, hear, hear,
4: hear me out. Hear me okay, out. Come on. Who,
7: who came
5: I'm, up I'm with this? I'm close with that one. I'm, I'm listen, with you on this Alex. Listen to me. This poor kid catches his whore mother cheating on his father <laughs> on Christmas Eve.
2: I, I think you're missing the Santa the Claus. Song, dude. It I, dad. I, I, I'm pretty sure Santa I mean, was the dad. dad. No, that, that's No, whole, nobody, that's no whole nobody gets point man, no, of the point no, no, the song. No. Is that no. the kid is confused, dude? No. Nobody gets
1: that. No. Uh, I, I mean, what kind of low life is this lady? You couldn't be more wrong. Alex, we're removing your goat status based on, based on that. Matt, hey, Matt, Ty, do you, have, uh, do you have a favorite Christmas song and a version? Oh,
6: yeah. Absolutely. So the, the Christ, it's, it's actually called The Christmas Song. Everybody knows that it's chestnuts roasting on an open fire. It was actually written by Mel Torme, the most famous version. Was recorded by nat king cole but i i love listening to Mel Torme may sing it more because he's the yeah. one who wrote it the velvet, um,
1: what was it called the velvet uh
6: the velvet fog
1: yeah right right right.
6: right. yeah velvet and um it's it's a great song uh, white christmas is a close second it's one of the one of if not the most recorded song in history um but the ones the christmas song that i can't and and i'm one of those weirdos i love christmas music i start listening to christmas music in october Oh, i'm a weirdo i fully i fully i fully oh, acknowledge that i'm a weirdo in, in that way but i love christmas music but there's this song called i want a hippopotamus for christmas oh, oh, yeah. it's a cute and it is That's a cute it song. is come on uh, you the grinch oh uh, <laughs> it's so, it is so, it is so bad i hate that song so much
7: well, uh, <laughs>
1: all
2: right emmett what do you think All right. So I wasn't prepared, but I have my answers for you. Um, My favorite Christmas song is Please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles. Fantastic version of that song. That's the first song I always play every Christmas gets me in the mood. I love that song. I love the Eagles. Do you have one that you hate? I, I do. The worst Christmas song by far is Happy Christmas by John Lennon. God, that song is terrible.
6: That's and pretty it is, bad. Uh, and it's the only the version Oano because that that song. yeah, there's, it's the only <laughs> it's, version because nobody's pretty, ever bothered
2: bothered to make a cover of a, a remake it because it's so bad. And they play it on the radio all the time. You know what? And it yeah. makes my ears bleed. Here's the thing: this song
1: that I hate the most has been covered by everybody, and it never gets any better. And that's "Last Christmas" by Wham. Wham. That
2: is, yeah, I, a good I, song. Abso- yeah.
1: I absolutely. Oh, I, are you talking
2: about being a man whore. That's I what that song hate, is about. I
1: hate that song. It is absolutely horrific. That song's about
2: a one-night
4: stand. Oh,
1: it's it's just terrible. Eric.
4: Come on, Eric. I'm sorry, man. It's just it's just bad. All right, Emmett,
1: yeah. uh, tell the folks. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody for being here. You guys are amazing. What a great show. That was an incredible Smoke Night Live episode 360. Emmett, where can people find
2: you and follow you and, do, and get... All the info on Blind Man's Puff. Find our blind reviews at blindmanspuff.com. That's it. That's where it's at. You can find us on all social media, at Blind uh, We do blind reviews with you three a week. Check it out. We're going to do our top 25 soon. Keep your eyes peeled. All right, Matt, Ty, how about you? How can people find you?
6: Uh, you can go to cigar.com. You can follow us on social media, at HBT Cigar. And uh, we go live uh, pretty much every Monday night on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, that you can find on our YouTube and Facebook channel, and uh, love being a part of it.
1: Absolutely fantastic, Alex. How can people find the goats? Well, I mean, anywhere you see
5: smoking, I'm I'm pretty close behind. So you know, join our so social group, uh, smoking social Facebook group, and then also KMA Talk Radio every Saturday morning. We'll actually be doing our last show of the year tomorrow morning at 10 a.m.
1: There you go, Coop. How can people find Cigar Coop Cooper?
4: Uh, easiest thing is go to cigar-coop.com. You can access all of our content and all of our podcasts will be there as well. You can find us on uh, all, the, all the mediums, uh, you know, Instagram uh, and Twitter. It's cigar-coop.com, cigar-coop on Facebook. And, of course, you know, our podcasts are available for your favorite podcast catcher, Apple, YouTube, uh, Facebook, wherever you want to go with that.
1: Absolutely fantastic. I know where I can find Jordan, and I don't want to find him. <laughs> Um, <laughs> folks, uh, Wednesday Ouch. night, uh, there will be no Flavor Odyssey. Uh, this Wednesday night, the boys are taking a break. Uh, the week after that, there is a wild card edition of Flavor Odyssey. We just got done doing the Cognac uh, Connection, which was four weeks of trying to find the best pairing with uh, Cognac and Cognac based cocktails. So we'll be doing a, um, a wild card version uh, in a week from this coming Wednesday. Our next Smoke Night Live, a week from tonight, none other than Michael Herklotz will be on the show. Ooh. We'll be talking to Michael about what's Herx. going on with Ferry Otego, so that's going to be a blast. As far as tonight goes, boys, don't go away because I want to talk to you after the show, but uh, as far as tonight goes, get your phone out. Get on okay. DojoVerse.com. Check into your favorite cigars. Share what you're smoking. Share what you're drinking. Do hashtag now playing. We're going to be partying all night long like we do every Friday night for Friday Night her on Smoke Night Live. Until next time, remember everybody, never never smoke alone. alone. We'll see you next time. The Monte Cristo
0: 1935 Nicaragua was one of the most highly rated cigars of the year. Expertly crafted by legendary blenders Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez, this cigar was blended to celebrate the 85th anniversary of the Monte Cristo line. It is hand rolled using all aged Nicaraguan tobaccos exclusively from AJ's farm. This bold cigar is bursting with rich notes of chocolate, leather, a dash of spice, and a smooth creamy finish. Enjoy one of the finest cigars of the year right now at JRcigars.com.